Hey, if you like free stuff, you're going to like Tim's Rewards by Tim Hortons. You can earn free food or drinks after every seven purchases. Cool. How do I win? Um, it's not a contest. You just use your Tim's Rewards card, and after seven purchases, you score a free coffee, tea, or baked good. Whoa, so I've got a pretty good chance of winning. Well, actually, you've got a 100% chance of winning. Those are great odds. <laughs> They sure are. Free coffee and more with Tim's Rewards. It's Tim Hortons' way of saying thanks. Valid only at participating restaurants. Please visit restaurant or timhortons.com slash rewards for full program details. What's going on, everybody? Happy Monday, and welcome to the Yahoo Tournament Edition on Rotor Grinders. We got Tony. What are we doing here, man? This is early show for us. I, I'm not used to seeing you this early, but I'm glad to be doing it. What's up, buddy? I think this might be the first time I've ever done this t- this time slot. I mean, D- DB's coming for me. I think I don't. I've never done the Yahoo or the this one, so we're gonna have to pick some winners, like we've done the last few times we've done the show together. Yeah, it's been a it's been a good times for you and I. Anytime we've had a show, and of course we got that got that show going on today but first before we jump into the dfs plays and it is a silly silly nine game nba slate we got to talk about what yahoo's doing for march madness i know know you're pumped for some march madness coming up and what yahoo's doing it's um it's unprecedented really they are running a best bracket contest you win a million bucks guys it's a free roll for a million dollars as always this stuff doesn't happen yet yahoo once again bringing it we saw that they were willing to roll the dice to throw a lot of money at people uh with the rake free stuff we still got some reduced rake stuff going on in yahoo but now tony free roll for a million bucks you don't see that every day no it, it's good stuff too and I, I people were like complaining saying oh well no you're not gonna win there's a million people like everyone's already doing a bracket everyone's getting in a pool it's free you put your bracket in there and who knows maybe you win a million bucks like I just don't get how people could complain about a free shot at a million bucks with something they're already doing. Like everyone's already doing a bracket. Dude, if anybody complains about him, uh, <laughs> screw it. Screw him. Really? And it's not. Like, I mean, I'm not saying you're going to win. You're probably not. But it, who knows? Like you're going to root on the games anyways. Like it's a cool thing for them to do. Yeah. There's somebody out there this week that's going to fill out a bracket that they just oh. say, well, I've got no shot. Don't yeah, even what? say it. <laughs> don't even say it. They're gonna. <laughs> Can you imagine having a bracket they would have won and you didn't put it in? <laughs> oh, that's not what I was going to say. I'm oh. just saying there's somebody out there filling out a bracket, talking like you and I are. Well, I got no shot, but why? It's going to happen to somebody. So it's Can not. You imagine seriously though. Say you get in a twenty dollar pool, you put it in there, and you don't put it in Yahoo, and your twenty dollar one would have won a million dollars for free. Yeah, you're going to need to spend whatever you want on the twenty dollar one on therapy. Like it's just, uh, yeah, you throw it in absolutely throw it in the yahoo tournament it's just um there's zero downside million dollar upside zero downside 
What are you guys doing? Make sure you get in there. Also, if you guys are watching the Yahoo show over on YouTube, make sure you click the like and subscribe button. Come on over to rotogrinders.com. Check out our chat over here. I'm reading the chat. I see all you guys trolling in there. I even see Dean is trolling. He's like, oh, Tony's relegated to the G League. Meanwhile, I just think it means that Tony doesn't want to deal with body parts, especially on a day like today, because Tony, there's there are plenty of body parts to go around. On this I Monday. like doing shows with Dean though, because every time I do it, I win dinner at some steak place. So <laughs> I missed it, Dean. I miss you, baby. I miss my free dinners. Yeah. What? So you got to tell me what happened because I understand this happened last time, and you ordered just the top shelf alcohol. Oh, I mean, well, first of all, to clarify the whole story, I wasn't the one that said that. Dean was overconfident, and he said, we can get whatever we want drink-wise, right? I said, oh, sure, absolutely. And then after I shipped it, of course, blew him out in the bet, I ordered a few tasty drinks. I mean, he's the one that put the exception in there. And then this time, we put it in again. I might I might get me like a uh, EM2-style wine this time. Uh, don't, I, you can't. I mean, that is, that's just bearing. Like, you might as well just get the little shovel and fire on top of Dean if you're going to, like, start. Oh, I can't wait. Dean was so confident this time, too, and he, it was blowout city, Dean. Yeah, what what was it? It was, like, Kawhi versus Paul George or something like that? I mean, he gave me Paul George against Kawhi. I mean, that was, like, stealing. Paul well, George back in Indiana, too. Like, I mean, you might as well just give me free money, Dean. I mean, it's um, that's not your best move, Dino. I'm just saying that, you yeah, know, it was better this time than the first time though. The first time we had like, we both had a scrub and he gave me 10 points for some reason. Because he doesn't like, uh, I don't know, money, free meals. He must I don't know just what be a is. nice guy. I think he likes just paying for everybody's stuff. Yeah. He is a nice guy. I will say that about Dean. I do like Dean. He's although he didn't when are we getting this tennis match. Like, are we going to get this thing down tennis and uh racquetball? You know, Dean ain't actually going to play, man. You know, I, I, you saw me. I was in Nashville. I was sitting out there ready to fire. I had, I had, I even had a racket for Dean. All right. We we're sitting there are courts right there. I was hooping with you guys. I was saying, come on, Dean. I'm already, I'm already tired. Fat boy's been running up and down the court. Come on, let's get it going. Let's play a little bit. Of course, Dean was like, no, I can't. Oh, no, no. So I'm just he's saying. nervous. Oh, he's definitely nervous. He knew he was going to get smashed. Oh. Like that, that, that wasn't even going to be close, man. It was like, that's like Paul George versus Kawhi tonight, and Kawhi's probably even going to play. Like, it's just, it would just be a complete disaster. <laughs> Tony, let's talk about this slate tonight because we got a nine gamer, and um, it's a bit of a mess. <laughs> Let me just open up the situation room on Roto Grinders. I'll click the little refresh button just in case there's anything I missed. But uh, yeah, Russell Westbrook, he's out. We got, uh, let's see, Kawhi, he's probably going to miss. Blake. Boogie, CJ McCollum, Dennis Smith. I mean, all these guys are out, Tony. And obviously, we can't just play everybody. But a lot of the times that lead to a lot of lineups looking similar, which means it's probably going to be a pretty good tournament night. Yeah, I always, I always love it when it's like this. And I'm going to miss Blake Griffin too. This guy's been chalk for like two months, and he hasn't had value in like two months. And I just keep fading him because he's awful. I did it. I did. I played Blake one time. I, um, <laughs> dude, it was like. Do you ever do this where you're just like, man, I got, I got 50, 50. All right. You know, you're deciding between two guys. Do you ever ask the wife? I've never, I can honestly say I've never asked the wife. So I, I look at the wife and I'm like, all right, I need to know. I, I got, these are my, I want Blake or Julius Randall. It was the night that Julius went for like oh, no, 75. Blake or Julius. Yeah. Julius went for oh. 75 that night. So later on, my wife, my wife is like, so how do we do? I go, well, one of them had one of his five worst games of the year. The other had his best, the best game of his career. Who do you think we had? <laughs> it's like a freaking 50-point swing. So, uh, 
Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, poor, too poor me. Screw poor Blake. These people are driving me crazy too on Twitter. How everyone keeps saying that Zion, his upside is like Blake Griffin. Like I just don't get it. I mean, it's Blake Griffin has never been good. Like he's been athletic, but I mean, he's never won anything. He's had good teams. I am not a Blake fan at all. It is weird because. One of the things that when I always hear about, oh, this player, he's going to be, he's high upside. He's going to be great in the NBA. To me, if a guy is going to be great in the NBA, he needs to be able to take his college team to something. man. And like it, like that's like, that's what I'm looking at. Like the NCAA tournament this year. Like I see Jay Morant and like that dude, that dude's a stunt, right? I mean, that dude dragged Murray State. Murray that State. guy is good, man. Dude, that guy is so good. Let's are you here? Give me size. Give me some early tournament upsets, man. I want to hear this. I mean, I can't be giving the good stuff out this early in the week. I mean, people will be they'll be coming for the giblets if I give it out too early. You're on Team Murray State with me, right? I mean, I, I definitely like. I, I hate their draw too because it's like the two best guards in the tournament play each other. So I I, I like Murray a lot, but it's a tough spot for Murray. All right. Well, what about tonight? Because we've got some guys that are going to be chalky. Paul George, of course, without Russell Westbrook. I'm not so sure. I think he might be a fade tonight. Uh, we'll talk about that a little Is bit. Is Mangone seriously going in here like defending? Blake Griffin has transformed his game a ton. What? what? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm sitting here talking about. Um, because he can hit a couple threes, Mangone? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. Mango, defend I'm yourself. I'm disgusted with you, Mangone. That's terrible. Yeah, Melo peaked in college basketball. Did he not watch Melo? Melo was <laughs> Melo was really good for a long time. I mean, the Nuggets went to the Western Finals against Kobe and the Lakers and took them like six or seven that year. Like, I, whew, Mango, Kobe, Kobe was overrated too, but we don't got to talk about that. Who? Kobe was overrated too. I I agree. All right, I'm glad, I'm glad we're not just. I'm. I mean, you know. he's still great, but yeah, he was overrated. As as when you put him on the same level as like LeBron and Jordan, I think he, he's definitely overrated. Okay, oh, okay. Here, Gucci Garop, Gucci Garoppolo, I guess we can call him in the chat. Says the NCAA tournament starts tomorrow. Of course, not, Gucci would say that. No, the this first four crap has to stop. I'm so <laughs> this this is it's the dumbest thing, and I know why they did it. You know, less teams on the bubble you know get more t- the first four that's yeah. i don't care about my you know everybody's complaining about oh the the seating is bad oh this team that was going to get killed in the first round got left out uh the first four sucks tony doesn't there's it? some bad teams in the tournament this year too they could definitely yank those last four teams in right out of there without a problem I, they need to do that that's what we need to have like on years where the bubble's bad just like say all right we're there's- no longer doing the first four like sorry yeah. dayton you're gonna have to get your uh your tourism dollars some other way that's what needs to happen oh yeah definitely <laughs> uh, i love that man going just like randomly in here <laughs> arguing blake just fighting on blake griffin hill i guess i mean whoo i i don't get it man going i mean sure he can shoot threes now and he couldn't shoot before but i mean whew, i don't know <laughs> all right let's talk I mean, he's not better than he was right like blake griffin's not better than so if he transformed what is he transformed into a jump shooter yeah and he he was at least like super athletic and like he was bad but i, I don't i don't understand he's different but he's not better <laughs> i don't know <laughs> oklahoma blake was great hey, good for him a lot of guys are good in college 
Um, all right, let's talk about tonight's slate, Tony, because we got a lot of names that are out. You know, like I said, Russ is out, Blake's out, Boogie's out. Which one of these names moves the needle the most for you? I mean, obviously for the bigger sites, uh, for every site, it's Westbrook for sure, just because of all that usage going out the door. You got all these guys coming in that are cheap. But on Yahoo, which we're, we're talking about, like Schroeder's already, he's too cheap, don't get me wrong, but he's at least priced in the mid-range there, 22 bucks. So it's not like he's stealing like on the other sites. I mean, he's 5K on DK. He's not much more on FanDuel, like, that's just a free square uh, on Yahoo. It's not quite a free square, especially against a team like Miami that we don't usually like to pick on that much, but I, I still think that's the best spot as far as usage. I mean, Westbrook just has so much usage that these guys have to have to come in and, and do some things. See, I look at this game. I, I think Paul George might be bad chalk. Like Good. I, I mean, because the problem I look, is they need to win, though, is the is the issue. Like, yeah, but it's still it's just like a it's a brutal matchup. Um, OKC's defense hasn't quite been as good, but these teams are both going to play slow, especially without Russ in there. It's a bad individual matchup for Paul George. We know that Miami defends wings really well, and you would think that on days where Russell Westbrook misses, like the common the common feeling is that okay, well now Paul George is going to go off. Russell Westbrook has missed eight games this year. Do you want to know how many points per game Paul George is averaging in those games? I mean, I have no idea. 50? Less. He averages 50 with Russ in there. He actually averages less without Russ. Meanwhile, I've got a guy who's also missing a guy who's averaging 50 without the guy who on his team is out, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant without Boogie, to me, is just an amazing play tonight. I don't understand why nobody's going to go there at 42 bucks. What do you think about KD? Boogie kills Draymond and KD. Like, when when Boogie's in there, he just swallows those rebounds and blocks. And Boogie takes up a lot more more things than people realize for that Golden State team. And isn't it funny, too, by the way, how hard Golden State just played with KD out? Like, they literally hate that guy. They just dominated the next best two teams without KD and, like, made it a point to show everybody. Yeah. Oh, wait. Now I'm hearing KD has no ceiling. Wow, the trolls are out in full force today. Um, Katie has no, Katie has no ceiling or floor or floor. He just floats around in space. Uh, KD uh, like has one of the best floors. I, I mean, I don't think he has much of a ceiling either. You don't think he can go for 65? Oh, I like think he, he can get like San Antonio. 60, but I don't think how, he just never, how, he just doesn't have to. I don't know. Clay chucks now, man. Like Clay I mean, with that, chucks. Clay is not just F you. I'm going to fire it mode. And he makes everything. Like, I've always been not a clay guy, but he's been pretty good the last, like, month. He makes well, every shot. Yeah, I mean, you look at him. He scored 40-plus in four straight, including a couple 50, 56. I mean, yeah, no. I, and how many look, shots? Like, look at the shots. I don't have that up on the screen. Why are you messing with me, Tony? <laughs> I, I thought you had it up when you were reading them off. But no, the, no, it's sorry. not the point. The point is he's chucking. So, like, if you got Curry getting his shots, clay chucking, there's just – it's tough for another guy to have a ceiling when those guys are chucking it that much. Yeah, I mean, I look at a guy like, like all these Golden State guys are in play, and I feel like that, you know, everybody when you first look at the slate and you see Russ out, you go, okay, well now I'm going to play Paul George immediately. And to me, like you said, that people don't realize that Boogie just takes so much usage up 
from those guys. I think Kevin Durant, I think even Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, I think all those guys are in play too, and they're all going to be lower owned. We're talking tournaments, Tony. I'd rather just save the eight bucks on Yahoo and go with Durant instead of Paul George. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a, a contrarian view just because everyone's going to play Paul George. I mean, so you're talking Paul George on Yahoo. What makes it tough, too, is he's priced at 50 bucks, which is a lot on Yahoo. I mean, it's just different. That's why guys like Kirk Dees and these guys just smash on Yahoo because if you can get comfortable with the pricing, the edge is big. Like, 50 bucks is a lot. Even though there's a lot of men price guys that give you value, 50 is just, I mean, that, that's a big price to pay. Whereas you got, how much do you say KD is? 44? 42? Well, 42, yeah. He's, I mean, he's eight bucks cheaper. Like, that's, Which that's is a lot, though. That's yeah. significant. Yeah. yeah. I think they end up in the same. I mean, I, I think Paul George for sure has a bigger ceiling, but he's going to be a million times higher owned, too. Yeah. I actually like the idea of saving with Kevin Durant. You mentioned Schroeder. 22 bucks. This is as expensive as he gets around the industry as far as Schroeder. Plus, with Schroeder, Where'd he go? Oh, there he is. Yeah. You have to use one of those point guard spots, which I always hate doing, especially on a slate where some of the point guards are going to be really chalky and pretty good plays because you look at a guy, Fred Van Vliet, 17 bucks in Yahoo. What? I like it on other place. Uh, wait, hold on. Kirk D says we got one thing right so far. All right, D's, let us know what it is. Let, tell us what Him we got. smashing, I'm sure. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fred Van Vliet for 17 bucks. We know he's going to see over 30 minutes. He just saw over 30 minutes in his return from injury. Uh, Kyle Lowry, it doesn't, I think he's more doubtful than questionable. Doesn't sound like Kawhi is going to go. I think they downgraded him to doubtful. Oh, I have to – I have not seen right that. Right before either. we came on, I think oh, I Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Kyle Lowry's upgraded to probable. Oh, it was the opposite then. Upgraded. Okay, I got you. That's good then. If you were going to play Van Vliet, then he saved you money. <laughs> Dude, I know I needed the money that I saved with Van Vliet, man. Van Vliet is Oh, terrible. man, I missed that one. Oh, boy. All right, so, I mean, this is simple. If, you know, the numbers back this up. If Kawhi's out, we just play Kyle Lowry. Plus, it's a phenomenal match against the Knicks. I say we start our team with Kyle Lowry. I mean, I, I you like Toronto? I mean, I know the Knicks suck, and there's no Kawhi. Like, why wouldn't I just play Kyle Lowry? I just don't see how this game isn't going to get a little ugly. And my issue with Lowry is, I mean, he's 31. You got so many good plays on Yahoo in the cheaper range that it just makes it tough. I mean. All these guys that are around men, I mean, you, you got a guy like Moutier that is only 13 freaking bucks on Yahoo. Like, he's just got to be almost a total lock for me at 13. Yeah, that price, it's really tough to fade him. And I know the matchup isn't great. He's three but... times cheaper than, than – uh, almost three times cheaper than Lowry. Like, I mean, hey, we can play them both. And right okay. now, I mean, I got Lowry at like 40 and, and Moody at like 30. So, it's it's tough to – Point guard's loaded, like you said. I mean, I don't mind Lowry. If the game stays close, Lowry is going to for sure crush. No way around it. But if they blow him out, he was already – he was banged up. Like, they could limit his minutes easily in this game. Yeah, but, I mean, if they're crushing him, isn't Lowry probably going to be a part of it? People always say that. I'm just on the other end. I don't know. Like, I think with blowouts, I'm on the extreme end of it. Definitely people – I'm not saying I'm even right. Other people have that same thinking, like, if it's a blowout, it's probably going to be my guy. I just hate knowing that if it's a, a blowout, my guys could sit that last nine minutes, even if they're higher before then. It's just how I think about it. It doesn't mean it's right right or wrong as far as that. Well, another guy that's too cheap for the production he's been putting up, Elf Payton, just getting a triple-double 
every stinking game. You see, he's been over 50 and three straight, over 47 and four straight. And this is a guy with no Drew Holiday. I don't really see an end in sight. And at 33 bucks, this actually seems like a value for Elf because if he's putting up 50 burgers every day, you just got to play him at 33 bucks. Yeah, he's another reason that I'm kind of a little lower on Lowry just because he's basically the same price, uh, slightly higher. But man, Elf is just through the roof upside right now. I kind of like Frank Jackson on the, in that same backcourt. These two just play so many minutes together. Frank's 11. What did we say? Elf is 33 on 33, here. 33, yeah. I, I mean, you could even play them together, but yeah, Elf is Elf is a great play right now. He just keeps uh, another guy too that you have to consider that's been smashing. Gets the same matchup the other way. Play Elf with Jalen Brunson. Brunson has been incredible. Do Do we know about is Luca in tonight? Luca's questionable still. Imagine like if Luke, first of all, the other night was so easy when they announced Luca out, you just played all the Dallas guys, but same thing tonight. If they announce Luca, it says he's probable now. Is that right? I, I mean, I guess, I don't know. Apparently everything has changed since I last looked. Yeah. Ago, so it says probable, but either way, I like Luca. New Orleans plays no defense. You got Dallas never gets totals this high. I mean, the totals two thirty three. I and love Brunson. Yeah. I mean, it is true where you look at, New Orleans playing no defense because the only good defender on that team, there were two good defenders. One was Anthony Davis. He's playing limited minutes. The other is Drew Holiday, which by a lot of metrics, he's the best defensive guard in the league this year. Well, he's out. So I like the idea of you play. I mean, what about Luca? Like uh, if Luke is in, I mean, why can't we just play Moutier, Luke, and Elf together? You can all you can always in a New Orleans game, like you can always stack the whole game, especially the stars. We got a high total. I love Luca, and everyone's worried about everyone's worried about him being hurt you could even play Brunson play you can play all these dudes in this game I can't I mean I can't play that many point guards I can only play three yeah I mean well you don't have to play Frank Jackson though I mean you could you could play Luca Brunson and Elf and just have have the stones <laughs> I love it yeah I actually I mean, like that I feel good about that little trio yeah I'm looking at it right now and it's I mean you still have plenty left you know you're averaging 200 or 22 bucks per player after that who are some of the other studs you're looking at i mean i know i mentioned kevin durant no blake griffin on deandre drummond that goes usage goes through the roof obviously a phenomenal matchup for rudy gobert typically on yahoo i like to roster two centers but i'm with you a lot of this value in the guard that 30 dollars range is really good um who else are, are some of the studs that you're looking at tonight yeah i mean it's it's a weird night for the studs because we got a few of these guys out it's one of the reasons i think everyone's going to play paul george is there's just not there's not really other places to go that that makes sense i mean you can play the golden state guys you can play paul george i don't know like you just look at you look at the texture of the slate luca might be the next best star seriously like his price is down a little lower than those guys Drummond, I guess, would be a good play, but they could blow that team out even without Blake. I don't know. Like, for me, it's just the KD, Paul George type thing, Luca, and then maybe, like, a guy like Drummond. I really don't – I don't like any other guys up top for that for that matter. Do you have a preference between Drummond and Gobert? Because, I mean, Gobert, the spread's closer, the matchup is better. I don't know if the matchup is better. I mean, both these matchups are pretty darn good. Do you have a preference between those two? I never play Gobert. <laughs> just to, what? How can you never play Gobert? Uh, center's always loaded. I always, I mean, like, like tonight, I absolutely love a guy like Aiton coming off that suspension. You just got so many good plays at center that, 
I really don't want to pay up at, at center. I mean, he's 38 bucks, which is a good deal. Washington is a great matchup. I've picked on Washington all year with big, so I get the matchup. I just don't know if center is the right place to spend up. Even a guy like Kurt just talked about in the chat, Maxi Kleber is like basically min price against New Orleans, 11 bucks. Yeah, so it's it's really tough. I understand what you're saying. Like, and you mentioned DeAndre Ayton. No, oh, Kelly I love Ayton. No, ooh, really? oh, I got the ooh. I love Ayton. Tell, tell I like about... it. Ayton might be my favorite coming off that. He was the best play of the night the other night and got ejected. He's m- maybe the best play again tonight. He's going to just smash that team. I mean, it's Chicago. It's not like we're going out on a limb saying that Ayton's going to no. have a big game against the Bulls tonight. Yeah. And if you put him in here, I mean, I understand it's kind of tough. You know, you got to take the value where you can get it. You know, you look at a guy like Luca, Alfred Payton. Um, you, you know, obviously, if we want point guard values, we're taking Emmanuel Moutier. We like Cleaver though. So when we look at Yahoo, Cleaver's eleven bucks, eight and twenty-seven. Cleaver's going to be really popular. Do you like the idea of going to three guards on here or two centers? I like the three guards just because, like we talked about. I feel even there's so many good plays at guard like Melton. I am in love with Melton too at the stone men, 10 bucks. You got Brunson. You got, I mean, Schroeder's obviously a great play with Westbrook out in that price range. You got the guys we already talked about. There's just even Jamal Murray against Boston. I know traditionally it's not a good matchup, but if you remember the last time they played in Denver, it was when he almost got 50 and he made Boston all mad. Jamal Murray is one of the few people that when you start trash talking him and getting him going, he plays better. So I wouldn't be surprised if Boston talks some trash tonight after that. Kyrie wants a piece of him. That's another combo you could play in tournaments too, to be honest. Kyrie and and Jamal Murray, let them go back and forth a little bit. Jamal Murray's 23, Schroeder's 22. That's an interesting pivot off that truck, Schroeder. Yeah, it would be a lot easier if Schroeder was a shooting guard. Our life would be so much easier because then you just plug him in. Because shooting guard is just a little bit – I mean, it's just a weaker position than point guard is. Point guards, we got a bunch of guys where we can just say, all right, I want to play this guy. You want to play Luke. I wish Luke was – There's so many point guards that are good plays, like so many. So who are the shooting guards that you're looking at then? Bradley Beal just gets 50 a night, and I never play him. I Uh, played him every night for like two months. Wow, what a life. Well, it's just, when you get out in front of it and you just play him every time and he crushes, like you're never going to get off him. It's like Gary the Goat back, back when. like. And then if you're on the other side of it, though, you have to keep fading because you missed the, the opening of it. But, I mean, the problem with Beal, too, is he plays 40 minutes every night. I mean, if he plays 40 minutes and he makes every shot like he does, it's going to be tough for him not to get 50 and 60 a night. Well, another guy that's got big-time upside shooting guard is Devin Booker. He's 40 bucks over here. No Oubre, no Tyler Johnson. We know he's going to be handling the ball more tonight. I'm not sure I've ever gotten – I think Devin Booker might be the guy I've gotten wrong more than any other guy. Every freaking time I play this guy, he does nothing. And then I fade him against New Orleans, and he goes for 60. You know, I fade him against Golden State. I remember that game. I didn't play him because I thought it was going to be a blowout. Devin Booker, you know, whipped it out and just <laughs> beat up on Golden State. Where do you stand on Booker tonight? Because I just feel like I'm going to get him wrong no matter which way I choose. Yeah, it's going to be a tough a, a tough fade tonight completely just because, like we talked about, Chicago, the, the matchup's so good. Booker, he, he plays streaky, and he's been really good the last couple weeks. I mean, just going off a bunch. He was struggling for a long time. He might have been hurt. I, I like Booker. I mean, he's 40 bucks though, so he's in that same range where you have to choose him, Durant, Luka. I mean, all these guys are kind of the same. 
Yeah. I don't know if I like him more than Luca, but I definitely like him. One guy, the chat um, just mentioned this guy, and he's somebody that I'm really high on tonight. Uh, Damian Lillard, no CJ McCollum in there. Um, 41 bucks for like this $40, this 30 to $40 range is just so strong. Like yeah. it is just crazy strong. You find a couple of values in there and you just smash this range. And I think you're going to be building good lineups. And Lillard's just a guy tonight that I've got him projected as one of the highest scores on the entire slate at 41 bucks. This is just another reason that I can't pay 50 bucks for Paul George. I think all these guys in this 30 to $40 range are just as good. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're right there. I mean, you look at Dame, you look at Booker. Like, right now, I got Booker. Right now, the, the three guys we talked about, I got Luka at, like, 52, Booker at 50, and Dame at 47. So, I got Dame behind Luka and Booker for sure. But, again, he, he could easily be the leading scorer of that trio. I just don't like picking on Indiana. I know he gets more usage, but I like the other matchups versus New Orleans and the Bulls way better than Indiana. Even though McCollum's out, I understand, but – yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think they're all really good plays. You know, that's kind they're of all really, that's correct for sure. And that's another reason, like, how can we play Gobert over these three? And Kyrie. Like, I love Kyrie too in that same range. Yeah. I mean, I, I look, I think Kyrie's nice. I can't pay more for him than Elf, than Steph, than Luca, than Damien. That's that's then my Steph. big Steph. Yeah. You don't like you don't like Steph tonight? I don't I don't like Golden State as much. Like they don't have ceilings. What are you talking? They, there's no boogie. They all all the stealings get increased. They're playing San Antonio in a game. That does it really play. get? Does it really get boosted though? Did these guys ever get you seventy ever? Uh yes. When? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just saying they have that upside. Maybe but not this year. They have Clay shooting the ball twenty five times. How can these guys get you that? You think Clay's gonna? I mean, maybe he does. He shoot does every ball. game here? Let me pull up Clay's shots. We all right, let's, shots. Yeah, let's see. I want. I want to see this. Uh, <laughs> so the last six games he, he missed two games with injuries he shot 21 23 22 22 23 23 the last six games yeah i, I get Over it 20 shots six straight games i look i get what you're saying i just shooting the ball over 20 times it's physically impossible for the other two to have ceilings all right you don't I mean, think I, I don't think it's impossible especially if he shoots it over 20 times no i, I mean because He's not going to keep doing that. It's not like that's just going to continue forever. Don't but you I mean, be- even the games where he's not shooting a lot, it's his floor is like 16 shots. I mean, it's still Kevin Durant. It's still Steph Curry. But they're just – they have so many dudes. You talked about how much you love all these plays. Like, you would play Durant over all these guys that we love? Uh, I mean, I got Durant getting about 50 as well. So, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, right. that's, like I think in theory their projections are basically the same. I, yeah. I agree with that concept. Yeah, and the thing is with Kevin Durant, especially in Yahoo, he fills a position that's a yeah. lot tougher to fill. I agree with so that. I definitely agree. That's one of the reasons I feel like I almost have to play KD over here. I mean, you could yeah. be right too. Like if we get fifty from KD at small forward, and then you get sixty from a point guard, but we use those spots, you might rather have fifty in the small forward. Yeah, I mean, I, here, let's just take a look at kind of what these lineups can look. I'm going to take out Aiton real quick. Not that I don't like him, but I'm just struggling to, you know, fill that salary. I'm going to put Maxi Cleaver in here. I forgot what? we were building a team. I like it now. Uh, you, don't, you didn't get the link? I mean, I see it on the screen right now that I'm looking. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for paying attention. Here for you. So, <laughs> all right. So if we do that, let's throw Devin Booker. Can we fit Booker in here? Yeah, we can. Okay. So, if, I mean, we can play 
Moutier, Booker, Elf, KD, Cleaver, and Luca together. Now we got to have two men price guys in there, so it's oh, going to we'll be a little... men price guys easy. Oh, we can definitely do that. Yes. Right, That's the best part about Yahoo. You can always find some men guys. All right, let's hear it. I'm going to go to <laughs> Roto Grinders. We're going to do this. This is how I do it. We're going to go starting lineups page over on rotogrinders.com. Check that out. Of course, check it out. We're on going to Yahoo pricing. Oh, this is exciting. It's exciting. Guards the spot that kind of sucks tonight. Like, I mean, for me, if a position sucks, that's just where I'm going to pay up. Like, yeah. that's where I'm going to – you take the floor, you take the, you know, the ceiling. You know, maybe it might not be the best point for dollar play, but if the value is at point guard, you know, in that $30 range, you just take it where you can get it. All right, let's find some $10 guys that we like over on Yahoo today. Let's find some power forwards and some forwards. All right. Bruce Brown. I mean, it, for me too, like it's oh, hard yeah. not to play Moutier at 13 bucks on no, you. You play him. You, I think, I feel like you just have to play him. Like you're just, it not. sucks that it, all these guys are point guard and we have to use that spot for Moutier. But if he's going to play 30 plus minutes at that price, I just, I, I mean, it's a tough fade. Yeah. Another, another guy that's really cheap from Yahoo or from uh, YouTube questions, Meltner Van Vliet. Damn. One Melton's minimum price, Van Vliet, seventeen bucks. But now with Lowry, probable, I'm just kind of ignoring. You play Van Vliet tonight, like you are just terrible. I I couldn't imagine it with Lowry back in there. Like I couldn't even imagine paying seventeen bucks for him. What about my boy Mario Azonia? Uh, he, he blocked LeBron. Did you see that, dude? I watched the entire game. He was chucking, man. And by the you you should know something. Moutier hates Azonia. Like I, I I watched that whole game and like. I think Moody might have passed the ball less than 10 times when they were on the floor together for like 25 minutes. It was hilarious. Like every time his own is open, Moody just like fakes the pass him and goes the other way. That's why every time his touched the ball, he was taking it through the rim though. Like he's hit, like every time he gets it, get to the mid range, take a fadeaway jumper. And that was it. But it was, it was hilarious to watch. I love just like seeing the stuff uh, happen when you actually, you know, get to watch the games, which I don't know. Watching the games is underrated these days. Like, I know that you can still be good at fantasy without watching just based on the numbers, but you can pick up a lot of stuff by watching the games. I mean, I got the guy, I got the way to build it. I got two, I got a minimum price power forward and forward. All right. Power forward. I'm throwing in the zone. I don't care if it's a bad match, but I'm still going to play him. And then we didn't even talk about a guy who's min price at small forward that if you want to play him, no C.J. McCollum tonight. Rodney Hood should see no. extra usage. Oh, you, did you just give the uh, yuck to Rodney Hood? No, I like. I think Hood might be the best play on the board. Yeah, I mean, Rodney Hood's just a guy. He's going to see over 30 minutes and he's minimum price. Like, how do you fade that? I, I really think at a position like small forward that is not good at the bottom, sure, you can play those top guys like we talked about, KD or Paul George. But Rodney Hood, man, tonight at stone men price with McCollum out, I have a hard time not playing him at Stone Man. Yeah, so, I mean, this is an example of the kind of lineup you can build right here. We like the three-guard looks. You know, we've got Moutier, Booker, or Moutier Elf, Doncic. Um, you know, you throw Kevin Durant in there. I do like the idea of paying up for Durant tonight. I, don't, I think it's going to be contrarian. And I think a lot of people are going to go to Paul Jordan. It's just not that necessary. It's not necessary. Again, I got Paul George projected about the same amount of points as Luka. The same amount of points as KD, the same amount of points as a guy like Booker. So why would I pay ten dollars more for those guys? Uh, it's crazy to me that he's going to be popular tonight. And I guess it's not crazy because people just automatically see you no think rust. It's crazy that Paul George. No, 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 no. I, I take that back. I think it's not crazy. I just don't think he's the best way to build your lineups. Yeah, I mean, 
it's easier on a site like Yahoo where you get the significant savings. It's like eight bucks. Unlike, unlike DK, it's so much harder for me to play a guy like Duran over Paul George on a site like DK just because he's 900 more. But that 900 just doesn't get you as much as it does on Yahoo. I, I don't know. I think it depends on the site like always. Yeah, I mean, that uh, that Yahoo, 10 bucks on Yahoo is just massive. Um, yeah. You know, you look at a guy like, you know, chat's asking about Kevin Knox, somebody who's just been disappearing lately. He got aggressive early in that game where I was talking about the Knicks-Lakers uh, game, and then he just, you know, he just disappeared late. Uh, they want to know where Drummond is. This is one of the issues that we're talking about. Like, you take like the value. Him. Oh, no, of course I like Drummond, too. Like, this is one of the things that is Mel- – Melton is a point guard over here, right? Yeah. That's disappointing. I was, I was hoping he was a center. It's so hard, man. Shooting guard so I could play him there. You know, you one definitely of, have a build though where you play all these cheap point guards. Moody A. Melton and Frank Jackson are, are the three really cheap guys. And then the problem is you gotta fade all those good guys that we like. I mean, I think, you know, <laughs> I mean, okay, let's take a look at we got Moody A. Melton, Frank Jackson, get 33 left over. Let's take a look at what a build like this would look like. Because a point guard or a shooting yeah. guard, are we still playing Booker? I mean, on a build like this where we're going cheap at the point guard for two spots, I, I think you have to play Booker. Another guy that I really like at shooting guard is in that same game, Levine. Oh, I was—I swear to God, I was just about to ask you about Levine because when I was building my uh, dummy lineups last night, he was the first guy I put in. Yeah, I, I think we've talked about a lot of spots now, three or four games where I think it, tonight, not a full stack, but maybe a two or three-man stack night where – Booker and Levine, you got Luke, like we talked about, the three men with Luca, Brunson, and Elf, or Frank Jackson for that matter. You just play three of those four guys, like the Kyrie and Jamal Murray. I I like it. I mean, the little mini stack type nights. Yeah, I like the mini stacks night. You know, Stevie's in the chat talking about, oh, I don't like this slate. There's too much going on. If you have time to pay attention, yeah. these are the best slates. There's a lot going on tonight. I will agree with that. I mean, there's there's a lot of news that could – imagine if someone else gets rolled out. Like, oh, I mean, it's going to happen. Yeah, like, like Kyrie that, or something. Kyrie gets rolled out all of a sudden. Like, it's just – you know it's going to happen. There's yeah, something. I mean, I, I no joke. When I was building uh, my FanDuel lineups today, I one of the things I started doing, I want guys from the early game just because I do not want to have to sweat. I, I seriously, we hear we hear Dean talk about it all the time, where you kind of front, you backload them to where you ignore the first game. I think there's some edge too in playing a lot of, early, especially on a site like too. FanDuel, where you don't get a late swap, and Yahoo has late swap, but FanDuel where you can't late swap. I think there's a big edge in playing all early guys where you know 100% what's going on. I do too, because I know people, you know, now the cool thing to do, and it has been this way for a little bit of time, I guess. The cool thing to do is to backload. You know, everybody wants those, those quarters remaining, those player minutes remaining. And uh, I just. It's hard on DK though, because I, I mean, I don't, not, not even necessarily tonight, but on a site like DK, just, just say in a rhetorical world. So Dallas plays at 830 tonight. You're if not going to rule Luca out like th- those that if you if you backload your lineups and they ruled Luca out, you're going to be sitting on the stone nuts in that game because that Dallas just has to be the nuts without Luca. 
Like 100% have to. Yeah, well, I mean, who are you going to play on Dallas without Luka? Brunson, uh, TFK. All those things that's Hardaway, like your boy Hardaway will smash. I mean, all just like the other night, all those dudes went for 30-plus. Man, I was I – was, there that one day we were doing a show. I think we were doing XM, and I'm just like, man, I can't wait to play THJ. And then, like, 10 minutes <laughs> were locked, Luka was ruled in. How is Luka questionable every slate for, like, three months? I mean, I don't know. There's a couple other guys like that. Who are the other guys that are as questionable? Kawhi. Kawhi always. Yeah, Kawhi's I mean, always questionable. Always. And Bede's always. And he always. Here's another tip. In addition to having national TV and Bede, have questionable in Bede. Because when he's questionable and then he's in, he just crushes it. Every time. I don't know if y'all know about questionable in Bede, but it's a real thing. <laughs> Yesterday was fun. I'm sure you played it, but Embiid and Giannis together was dude, fun. Dude, I missed the main slate, man. I like I was doing other stuff, and uh, yeah, I missed the main slate. I got, I played some of the late slate that did not go well. I played the early slate. I won the little like three hundred dollar eleven man tournament, which got me even for the day. But uh, and then I played NASCAR, and that did not did not did not go well. That's all right. It happens. We had a question in the chat also about Josh Jackson. Obviously. Tyler Johnson, Kelly Oubre out for Phoenix tonight. That just means it's going to open up usage for a Phoenix team that goes up against the Bulls team that's not good defensively. Josh Jackson, 15 bucks, getting a little bit more run lately. I don't know if he's going to be popular or not, but he has a ton of upside. What do you think about Josh Jackson? I love Josh Jackson. Whenever he gets time in a good matchup, he's a great play. I mean, I don't know how anyone could even argue that. Is this freaking Gucci in here arguing? I said they all got 30, and he's saying 29, 28, 27, like, Come on, Gucci. Hey, troll's going to troll, man. Come on, Gucci. <laughs> I mean, come on, Gucci. But, yeah, Josh Jackson is always going to be a good play in this spot. Always, 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 always. Uh, we had another question in the chat. This is coming from YouTube. Hood or Arizona? I'm playing Rodney Hood. I'm just going to take the minutes. I think Hood's the best cheap play on the board. It's, besides point guards, I, I like those point guards more. But let's put let's put Hood in this lineup because we were talking about this and we see this thirty nine dollar bill now. One of the issues with playing all the value point guards, you know, Melton, Moutier, Jackson, is that we've got to find like a power forward to spend up on. I I think Siakam. I guess over here he's cheap enough. I like him, of course, with no Kawhi in there. How much do we have if we play? If all we spend money. up on like Drummond, Drummond, Booker, like all these guys, we can't have too much left. Drummond. Oh yeah, we can definitely have too much left. But really? We, oh yeah, we here. If we throw Drummond, Booker, I'm gonna throw Siakam in there. We got forty bucks for a forward. Oh, we just barely missed Kevin Durant though. Oh, heartbreak. Yeah, like we can go down from Siak- Siakam though. All right, here. Well, let's here. If I, I put, put uh, put Durant or Paul George in there. I mean, even if I put Paul George in here, all right, let's see what it looks like. You got twenty three bucks left over. Then you're in a range with Thaddeus Young. Gucci is killing me. They didn't hit 5X. These dudes were like 3.5K, most of them. I mean. Hardaway went for 35. Kleber went for 35. Like, come on, Gucci. Yeah, but it's not 37X. I mean, come on, Gucci. All I know (laughs) is I played four or five Dallas on every team, and I just straight printed. So you can take that, Gucci. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's funny. Kirk D says, this is how you lose – in Yahoo. I'm not saying I like this lineup. I'm just saying that this is a lineup that you could go with. I don't think you need to go. You got to take the value where you can get it. You know, on Yahoo, where, you know, you don't have multi-position eligibility. FanDuel is the same way. DraftKings, you just basically play eight utility guys, and that's how it works. But on a site like Yahoo, where you're a little bit more pigeonholed into these guys, I, like Rodney Hood, I think for 10 bucks is a good play. Moutier, Melton. I'm not sure I need Frank Jackson, though. 
I've taken out Frank. Yeah, no, you, you don't need Frank Jackson by any means. He was just one of the examples. Like, I like Moutier and Melton way more, and we like Hood more. So, I mean, you don't need four min-price guys. Yeah, that's what DK's for. Big yeah. T is not rattled. Of course he's not. He's the biggest T around. You know he ain't going to rattle that guy. Let's Takes put a jo- lot. Gucci's definitely not rattling me. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Let's put Josh Jackson in there. You know, you know, so we've got three guys from Phoenix. Booker, Melton, Josh Jackson. What about right, Paul George and Durant together on a team? All right, let's see what that looks like. That's a that's a that's gonna be a tough team to build. But again, that's gonna be awfully contrarian. So I put those two guys on a team. We still gotta put Moutier in here. I mean Moutier is just a lock button on, on it's Canada. pretty hard uh, to pay 13 yeah, bucks for Moutier. Yeah, on Yahoo. You just can't do it. Make sure you go, oh, yeah. As uh, RG producer says, go ahead and uh, drop those QQs. Uh why are people I'm not playing Mikel Bridges. Like, do you have an opinion on Bridges? I mean, I don't ever love him, but with those two guys out, I think he has to be in play. How much is he? He's only 13. I definitely like him at 13. And he's a small forward too. So maybe one of the ways to go is to save it small forward because we found between Hood and Bridges some really cheap guys at the small forward position that we like. We're talking about Canada for Kevin Durant. Let's see what happens. I'll tell you, I want to try this one. Let's go Hood. We're going to pay up for all the guards, okay? We're going to go Hood. We're going to go Bridges. I, I, Bridges, I've just never seen score a fantasy point. And Jackson. I've never but, seen him get a fantasy point. Yeah, like I, I've watched the games, man. And like he's just like, he just, uh, I don't know. I've never seen him do anything. All right, so let's take a look at some of these other guys. We talked about Luke in here for 41 bucks. I like him. Shooting guard, we talked about Booker. Um, actually, you know what? Instead of Booker, no, never mind. I'm playing Booker. Let's. How much would it be to play Levine at the? Because uh, I want some Bulls exposure too. And I, I love do, Levine, especially with Booker. If you play Booker, I freaking love Levine. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Levine tonight as well. Those guys um, are going to go at it. I mean, I, I love that combo. That's probably the winning combo. I think that or Kyrie Jamal is the winning combo. I. You know, you're always supposed to, you know, just kind of look at what you're, you know, think about what you thought at the very beginning when you started doing the research. And just remember that because a lot of times, you know, you look at a slate initially and then you go, okay, well, I've now I've got to do this, this, and this, and this. And sometimes yeah. your first instinct is your best instinct, right? It usually is, especially, you know, how many times we, we've seen it when we used to write the articles more than we do now, but early in the day, we always have our, our articles we got to put up for the day where you put your first thoughts and you kind of do it. And then you, you go the whole day, you listen to your stuff, you do your stuff, and then you build your teams. And then you look later in the night and you're like, why didn't I just go with my article to start the day? It was where all the winners were. I swear to you, the first thing I liked was Levine and Booker together. I love it. Yeah. It's really tough on a site like FanDuel, for example. It's really difficult because then you can't play Schroeder. And I hate, and I hate not being able to play Schroeder. I also don't think I can fade Lillard. I love Lillard tonight, and I don't think he's going to be owned at all. So that's exciting for me. But, we'll, you know, we'll kind of – it does feel weird that Lillard's not going to – like, is it just me or is he kind of going overlooked a little bit, even though McCollum's out? I don't like him as much as you. Uh, I do, but I just like all those other guys more is my issue. Like, so if I was playing a ton of teams, like say you are playing 150 teams or even 10 teams on Yahoo – yeah, I mean, I love it for like a, a three of ten type play, but 
if I'm only building one team or three teams, I just have a hard time playing him over those other dudes. Kirtis, <laughs> he's listening to us talk about writing the articles, and he says, "And then you change everything and lose, and some dude thanks you on Twitter." <laughs> <laughs> yep, every time. That's so. That's so true. And, or, and, and you're always sitting there going, like, "What did I recommend?" What about when you when you changed and went all the money and didn't have him in the article? The opposite. Really. Like the back end of my script, I just have to take shit for three years for it. Oh, you I'll gladly take some shit for, for a big snack. Can I do that move? Yeah, that's not a bad. That's that's a that's a fair. Sign point. me up for that move. I'll do it. I'll gladly take some heat. Oh, I did. Don't you worry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you crazy people. You know, let's take out Luca here because I might want to pay up for a center position. Let's put a guy like oh i don't know who's i just looking at like elf man like how do you not play three guards on these <laughs> it's really hard all I these mean, guys even though i don't like like dame as much literally all these guys are really good plays tonight at the guard i mean it's <laughs> all of them are good somebody in one youtube wants to know about thon maker have you thought have you thought about thon maker today how can we talk about all these plays? I mean, he's fine. Uh, he's men price. No, he's not fine on Yahoo. Uh, he's men price, so I don't think he's awful. Yeah, but there are way better men price plays. I, I mean, I'm not saying I would play him. I'm just saying I think he gets you 20 fantasy points for 10. So, I, I mean, I don't think he's, like, awful. Oh, look at Chief is talking about stacking Utah-Washington. That's because anytime Washington plays – it's a good move to stack them. I mean, you just play, you play Beal on one side and then you just stack up the, you play Spider and you play uh, Rudy. You play whoever against Washington, like they all go off. That's a fair point. Yeah. And then yeah, if you can hit the other Washington guy that goes off, which is the hard part, like Jabari or Portis or whoever, there's always one other dude that goes off. Then you, just, you have the nuts. I'll tell you, the Chief suggested it. Let's talk about stacking up this game. Obviously, you got to play Beal. Obviously, you got to play old Rudy. Uh, let's see. You got to play Spida, $38. All right, we got 15 bucks. Let, to, you going to play Tom Sadaransky? I'm not sure. Like, I, never, I was playing him when he was, like, free. The other day, man, I was playing the 1500, and um, Sada was, like, 40%. Did you see this? I'm sure. I mean, he was a really good play for a while. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, he, 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 went off for like, yeah, he went off for, like, 26 points in the first half, and, yeah. I, and I was just done. I hate those Washington things. is always good for fantasy. <laughs> they just they give up points and they score. We've said this for literally like three years now. I remember three years ago we were talking about this. Same thing with Washington. They just All don't right. they have no bigs. They don't defend. All right. They're talking about Crowder or Favors. We'll put Favors in here. Yeah, this is definitely a contrarian build. You get three Utah Favors guys. This is $25 on Yahoo. That's a lot for Derek. Talk Favors. about a guy that's overpriced on Yahoo. Here, we can just click. Oh, I forgot. You can click on this little, this little. You might be the first guy I've seen overpriced on Yahoo. <laughs> they are way too cheap. Twenty five dollars. All right, find me another Washington guy. Ariza for twenty one bucks. It's always such a crapshoot with these. Are, well, I mean, I really think the best values on Washington are Thomas Bryant and Jeff Green for a tournament because what Thomas Bryant you? has these games where he goes for fifty, and it's in a tournament he's ten bucks. What if we just? Uh, yeah, but the problem is I can't play a set. I can't use a center yeah. spot. 
Like I think you, you got to play Jeff Green too. I, I don't love him. I don't like Jeff Green. Screw Jeff. I, I'm just gonna play Beal against these teams like the yeah. Jazz. The scorers really have to take over, and that's yeah. what Beal does. So that's what I'm gonna do. I'm not playing favors. I'm just gonna do a little mini stack. All right, let's finish out this team, Tony. And of course, if you guys got questions, keep firing up in the chat. I see you guys. They want to know about John Luer. No, I'm not I mean, playing. I don't even. Well, who does he even play for? Detroit. Uh, Detroit, right? Yeah, I'm not playing John Luer though. Like, it's just, yeah. I don't yeah. see a reason to do that. Uh, Reggie Jackson or Colin Sexton or both? You guys missed the actual uh, the option or neither. Are you playing either of those guys? I mean, we talked about like 30 point guards we like. I'm not going to, I can't go to 32. So I'll, I'll stick with our 30. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah. Okay. Chief says play Ingles instead of favors. And since Chief just wins every freaking night, uh, I like the Utah call because they're ugly, but the, you play the Chief. The reason I like Chief, how he plays the NBA, he plays matchups more than anything, which I like. No matter what, he'll play matchups. He'll pick on Atlanta, he'll pick on Washington. And he'll just go after it, which I, I think it's smart. Chief, you're my boy. Yeah, I love Chief, man. Chief's you, the man. Yeah. You, even though he was hooping with us and beat the hell out of me, it's all right. I understand, Chief. I know how it is. Actually, Chief I think was out there making dudes fall. He was he was crossing people. Yeah, yeah. He's breaking Cam's ankle and everything. It's just not. Was he the one that got Cam? Yeah, I don't know. I dude, oh. I came up right at the end. Like I'm just walking up. You know, I got my boombox. I'm ready to play. Next thing I know, Cam's there hurt, and I'm like, good. I got a spot. I mean, I hope you're okay. All right, let's talk about some other guys with this. You know, we talk about Moutier. Obviously, he can go in. We talk about Hood. He can go into this build. Uh, we need a power forward. That's okay. We got negative $22 because I accidentally put Russell Westbrook. He's not going to hit value tonight. I don't think we're going to win with Russ in there. No, no. He's definitely going <laughs> to miss value. That's, hey, that's when you know you just. If you can cash with Russ tonight, you did something real nice. <laughs> All right, utility. We need one. We'll get a min price guy or close to it later. We need somebody. 22 is the most expensive we can go. Let's scroll down here. I mean, I would say Schroeder for sure at 22. All right. I mean, Schroeder still, if you had to give me one play tonight that I think is, I'm pretty confident it's going to crush, it's him. I mean, he's, he's, his usage just goes up so much without Russ. Yeah, without Russ, the usage goes up 7%. going to be chalky too, so like we're not stepping in on a limb saying that. But on a build like this where we're already contrarian, you might as well just play the best play. Oh, man. Look at look at Chief. Look at, how big time is Chief now? He's in there. I'm going to the Atlanta-Utah game on Thursday. Pretty much courtside hit me up. Well, hey, Tony, you want to take a trip to Atlanta? I didn't I, mean, I didn't hear him invite us. What's Chief? What's up with that? Yeah, I mean, for, first we don't get to go to the Gold Club. Now we don't get to go to – it's not fun. Come on, Chief. Oh, we need a we need a minimum price power forward. Uh, John Luer's there. <laughs> We're not playing John Luer. Yeah, not a lot of minimum price power forwards that I'm seeing. You know, if you I want like to try Darius Jay- Miller a little. Man, I just don't see Darius. He's not as good as on Yahoo. I don't think you can play the value guys that you don't like when there's so many that you. Another interest. I'll give you an interesting guy that I kind of like, Markeith Morris with Westbrook out. Yeah. He can get some usage yeah. at 10 bucks. Yeah, he's somebody that's been prominently uh, featured in my FanDuel lineup so far today when I've been building just because you can drop that score. Markeith Morris at 10 bucks. The minutes have not been crazy for him. Not Audrey Robeson. What is it? My computer's just had a little bit of lag. But you look at Markeith, minutes are in the mid-teens, um, 16, 17 minutes, 17, 14 fantasy points. 
not a great matchup, but again, if he gets hot from the field, it's just not going to matter. And his usage has, I mean, the, the sample can, isn't big without Westbrook as far as Marquise, but he's been playing a little more, getting a little more comfortable with the team. And it's, it's like we talked about watching the games, like take the numbers out of it. I just feel like his usage has to go up with Westbrook out. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. Like you would just think logically it has to go up. I don't yeah. hate Marquise there. Why not? Why, why not? I mean, you could definitely do worse than, I think it's a great tournament play, too, because no one's going to play him. Yeah, I agree, especially, you know, over here on Yahoo, you're talking about, you know, power forward. Power forward, I think, is the toughest position to fill. I agree. I think Josh Jackson's clearly the top play, but after him, I I don't see anything I like that much. You don't like Siakam that much? (laughs) I definitely don't like Siakam. Wow. I like Toronto. We've already talked. I'm never, ever, ever going to like blowout spots. Like, that's just – me i just will never do it. i just won't like it's just one of my things i don't ever do yeah they want to know how many minutes uh for brian on washington Let's i don't think you worry about minutes when you play him because he's either going to hit his floor or his ceiling he's a true tournament play like he's not safe at all but he has 50 point upside when he gets going yeah i mean you take a look at the last you know 13 minutes 25 minutes 19 i mean there's just there are some guys that you just can't project the minutes yep. You just play him in a tournament. Like, he, you know for a fact he's either going to bust or he's going to go off for you. Yeah, somebody wants to know about Dragon Bender um, as the last spot, and I think that's our cue to get off the show because um, <laughs> once the Dragon Bender questions start rolling in, I just got It's nothing. like the same question, too. Like, do you really like him more than these other $10 no, guys? Like, just play the $10 guys you like. Yeah, yeah, it's just I don't think you need to re-reaching. As far as power forwards go, I know it's not a very deep position. You know, I Markeith is fine. I doubt I go cheaper than Josh Jackson at $15. So I just think play Josh good. Jackson. He's yeah. just the best play. Yeah. All right, Tony, that's going to do it for us. We got to get off here, man. Any final thoughts on the slate for you? No. All right. Well, we got to get off because we've got Dean and some poor guy that has to work with Dean coming up next. Make sure you check out Yahoo because they're doing something that is completely unprecedented in the industry. Million dollar free roll. Yeah. That's that million dollar bracket challenge. For the free roll, you build the best bracket, you win a million bucks. That's simple. You don't got to pay anything. You just go in, fill out a bracket. Somebody out there is going to do it. Might as well be you. Make sure you check that out. But we got to get out of here for now. Thank you so much for Yahoo for sponsoring the show. Thanks for Tony for joining me. Thanks for the D train for producing. I'm Eric. We'll see you guys later. Peace. people worry about everybody that enters 150 lineups so I've always been more of a one to six lineup type guy 
Tony, do you want to do like a victory lap or something for us? Because uh, yeah, congratulations on being the second most successful guy on Roto Grinders last week. Do I need to like get the windmill started out? Uh, I mean, that, that is windmill worthy. <laughs> yeah. Recently, I've been doing some of the 20 max type stuff and, and scripting a little more, but at my core, I'm definitely more of a single entry to three to six lineups build them all and kind of stick to my core too. I like to play the same guys in most of the lineups with slight two via two and, and stuff like that iterations, but definitely probably one to six at my core. The amount of lineups I typically build for slate, but I'm pretty much always a one lineup guy, especially for NBA. There's just, with like crunch time responsibilities, there's just, it's there's no way I could do scripting <laughs> on, on an NBA slate with like late news. How people do that on their cro across multiple sites is beyond me. I'm not a skilled mass multi-enterer player. That's a weakness of mine. So therefore what I've done is personally I've taken, I've gone to some of the smaller sites like Yahoo for example and I've found that focusing on one site and playing all of these top level players who are focused on all of these other sites gives me a big advantage on that one particular site. So if you can get enough volume into where you're comfortable, then that ultimately, you know, you should be able to work your way up that way. That's what I've done anyway. Another $100,000 winning week, winning night for my boy, uh, Zumba instructor, John Sarabian, JSU Rab, what's going on? Congratulations first off, and uh, I'm glad you had the balls to uh, roll uh, Miritich out again. So the way I play is I'm more of a one to three lineup type of guy. I, you know, um, don't max enter contests. That's just what's worked for me. I know that the, I know a bunch of people though that max enter contests and it works for them. So I think it's kind of on what you're best at. For, for me personally, I think uh, max, like maxing out for me for me would just be a bad strategy because I'm not used to it. I, that's not how I played. You know, my successes all come from, you know, playing less lineups and really focusing on them and building them the way I want as opposed to, you know, 150 where I don't really, like, you know, you know, who you, who you have from your player pool, but you don't really know the combinations because there's just so many because, you know, you're probably putting it, you know, using CSVs or, optimizers or whatever to, to build them where I, I just think three lineups for me I can really focus on each lineup in the way I want it built. I'm mostly a three big lineup one to three big lineups and then anywhere from 10 to 50 smaller lineups that have different variations that may be in small even smaller tournaments. I want to be able to max in or whatever it is. You know, I don't want to be able to put one or two lines that everybody else is putting in 150. If it's a single entry, I want to put in one. If it's three entry max, I want to make sure I can put in three. If it's 150 max, I try and put in the full 150. That really just happened? <laughs> yeah, the total is 1.35190555. Wow. I typically build like three to five lineups on a given slate. Anything more than that, uh, especially with, uh, with how news is, it makes it really stressful on me to, to do anything more. So typically three to five with my core group of guys. And uh, you know, if they hit, then it's gonna be a good night. 
Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist.
is going on Roto Grinders? Dean here at Dean7904. If you want to get all technical on me, it is 520 on the dot. To, uh, that's on the East Coast, of course. 220 on the West Coast, 420 Tennessee time. Of course, if it's time for the flagship show here at Roto Grinders, it's called Grinders Live. It is sponsored by Fantasy Draft. And joining me today is the wearer of Copper Fit. It's Head Chopper. What's going on, Chop? How's, uh, how's Monday treating you? Monday's been a little bit weird. It's been a little bit weird. I'm going to lie, Dean. I, uh, you know, got up to take the kids to school nice and early. Then for some reason, when I was all done, went back in to lay down for a minute, and I just fell asleep for three hours. So now I'm going to be screwed tonight. I'll never sleep tonight. I'll toss and turn all night long. But surprise you pay, man, for resting your head on that pillow. But other than that, Dean, I'm good to go. Is three hours, is that considered a nap still, or is that just sleeping? I don't know what you would call it. Plus, it was early in the morning, so I don't know if a nap is technically supposed to be in the afternoon or not, but uh, it'll definitely throw off my sleep schedule. But, uh, you know, I'm good. I'm going to need some rest over the course of these next few days because, you know, it's March Madness. Dude. March Madness is upon us. Ugh. First of all, yeah, we don't, you know, we really don't have time to get into a chop because it's a nine-game slate, seven-game slate in our sponsor, Fans Draft, and we have a lot of body parts to talk about. But, uh, but did your team make it by chance, Houston? I don't I didn't do that. <laughs> I honestly don't know. I'm not trolling. I don't know. I yes, Dean, the number three seed, and your your UCF squad made it also. I think they're a number nine seed, so it's going to be – And you know who we're, you know we're going to see in the second round, right? Who you're going to see? I don't know who uh, – I did not uh, – what, what Andy means should be scared. That, that, that's the oh, point. yeah. You know what? That would be uh, – That'd be interesting if you pulled the upset on Andy Means' squad. That would, oh boy! I'm not saying it couldn't happen, but it would be. But guess what, Dean? If for some, if somehow the the sleeper Houston Cougars, the underdogs of the tournament, can pull pull two upsets two upsets in a row, we get the Big Blue Nation out there. So Big T, I'm gonna I'm coming for his head, man. If, if that happens. All right. Well, I, yeah. So. Huh. Steak dinner will be on the line for sure between the two of you. I'm already I'm in the hole as far as steak dinners when it comes to making bets of Big T. That did not work out well next time, but uh, you know, hey, it's daily fantasy sports. The bets all you know we all we care about is tonight. We don't care about yesterday. We can't, we don't care about tomorrow. As far as tonight, chop there. Uh, the overall picture in this slate for me is like good plays versus great plays. Uh, if you don't like your lineup tonight, what are you doing? Try again uh, because there's a lot of good plays out there tonight. That's sort of my assessment. The, your your overall screenshot as far as the slate is that kind of where you're at as well too. This is the closest uh, slate we've had so far this year to like a uh, like the last two weeks of the year where uh, you know you just total chaos every night and you're just you you know sometimes you don't even need to fill out your full salary you just leave a, a grand or two on the table it doesn't even matter sometimes that might be one of those nights although I think it's probably still beneficial to get as much salary up there. Big T's in chat, but I mean, yeah, I, it, it's good. There's a lot of good value out there. Yeah, if you don't like if you don't like your stuff tonight, then I don't know what to tell you, man. It, you, it should feel good, and a lot of times that's really bad because that means everybody feels good, and there's going to be it's going to take like an egregious score to even cash in tournaments. Are you going to be on top of alerts, Chop? Do you have a buzzer ready for us if anything goes down during the show? I don't know what else could possibly go down. I mean, we're ha- just right before the show, we had the Kevin Love news break, so that's not buzzer-worthy because it already happened. But uh, I don't know what else they could stop you before. I don't know what else they could. <laughs> Dean, I'm very, very frugal with my you got to get that quota in there, man. It's no, no, that's not. That's that's Mangone, man, in his, air, his Venezuelan air horn. He just... 
The Vuvuzela? Is that what you're referencing there? That's no, what it South is. Africa. Yeah, same thing. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I don't know what else. Like, if they throw anything else at us it's, it, that's big, we're, we're, it's going to be an incredible slate. But uh, we're, we're good. I think we're good. And Big T, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm wishing for it, baby. I want, I want that Kentucky blood. I want some of that blue blood in me this year. I want, oh wait, that didn't sound right. I want, what I want is uh, a matchup with Kentucky in the third round, Sweet 16. That would be nice. Let's get uh, let's get the body parts out there for the people. Fire up Groot. I don't know if he's uh, if he's available. We haven't seen Groot in a while. Is he is he no longer? Did you drop him? Is he protesting? Where is Groot these days? Here, but you know you've been uh, pretty good about keeping the the injury list at a minimum these days. So I'll let you ride with that. But I, today today's an you know today just I would just weed out all your your garbage injuries just give us the big stuff because that's what that's what counts you don't want to know about Robert Williams being out today because he had the fish you don't want to know about that I do not need to know that we do not need to know that Dean Kevin Love as you mentioned before as you kind of reference he's still out with his back uh teammates Thompson Nance and Delvadova are all still out as well and I'm just waiting for Cleveland to just rule those guys out for a certain period of time they're not doing it they're just doing every single game nonetheless uh, Noah Vonley still out with his ankle. Frank Delakina out with his groin. DSJ, Dennis Smith Jr., also out with his back. Tyler Johnson's got a knee he can't play. Uh, Rashawn Holmes is out with a quad. Kelly Oubre's got a thumb. He is out, too. That's a big one. Uh, Kevin Durant expected to play with his ankle. He is probable. Boogeyman Cousins is out with his foot. Andre Iguodala's got a tooth, so he can't play. Uh, like Andrew Bogut is back. He's available. He's probable uh, tonight. Luka Doncic's got a knee. He, despite that, he's expected to play. He is probable. Justice Winslow, that one should drop throughout the show at some point. He is currently questionable. Russell Westbrook is out because uh, he's out with a mouth. I don't know, talking too much, suspended. Blake Griffin's got uh, load management. He's not going to play tonight. CJ McCollum's going to be out for a bit. He's out with a knee. And Kyle Lowry, surprisingly, he is uh, probable with his ankle. We all thought he wasn't going to play front end of a back-to-back. Um, Kawhi, of course, uh, is rest. I, I didn't, did I not right? Yeah, Kawhi's out for low management, too. That was not on my list for whatever reason. That's obviously important, too. But uh, there it is, Chop. I think like I made it pretty succinct, considering. Yeah. Yeah, you hit, you hit on the big stuff, Dean. Congrats. You're getting better at that. <laughs> All right. First two games are not on the fantasy draft slate for what it's worth. But, of course, they're on other sites as well. So we will talk about that. Utah's faces Washington 227. It's a total Washington is a five-point dog here. Um, yeah, Chop, so, like, guards today. Like, the, the, the 9K guards, uh, like, on, on DK, there's, there's, like, five or six of them that are all in contention, all worth talking about. Bradley Beal just plays 40 minutes a night, and, like, I would think as the season kind of winds down, when Washington's officially eliminated, they probably wouldn't run them to the ground like this, but they're, they're still in playoff contention in theory, I suppose. They're behind, like, four games or so. Uh, you see Utah. You think Utah is kind of a scary matchup, but not so much for uh, for Bradley Beal with this uh, – I was, I was checking out the old NBA defense versus archetype matchup tool here at Rotor Grinders. And uh, it is, geez, let me see. Had the whole build up. Fifth best matchup for scoring wings against Utah. And he's probably going to play 37, 38, 39, possibly 40 minutes. He's in the conversation, uh, you know, of, of the other guards out there. But where do you prioritize them against the Lillards, this Curry, you know, all these other guards, you know, Kyrie Irving. Uh, where do you have Beal in that list? Not very high on my list. Uh, as far as raw points, I'm sure that, yeah, he's, he's way up there. But uh, the, with the salary being the way it is, and he's pretty much maxed out right now, I, I can't do it tonight. I know it's, a, it's not as bad of a matchup against Utah, especially with Washington being at home. It's not as bad. 
as you would have uh, perceived it to be, and, and it was last year. But still, so many solid players at this position, and this is such a high price tag. He's the one guy I would look at on this team, and I'm not, I'm not very much uh, into Bradley Beal tonight, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, if you want to make the argument, like, this is the, the whole point of the slate. Like, you know, it's, it's a nine-gamer, seven-gamer gamer if you're playing on, you know, a fantasy draft. Like, I, I think you can make an argument that says a game where Thomas Bryant might see his minutes jump to, like, 26, 27, 28 against a Utah team that's pretty big. But I'm not playing enough lineups where I can justify it. And, again, there's just so many strong plays as is that it, it's kind of a thin play, and I, I just can't see myself getting there. But if I'm rolling out 150, that's not what I'm doing. But in theory, I probably get a pinch. Uh, of a guy like Brian, just in case you catch him on the right night. And I agree. Uh, I don't want to play like the Grant versus, you know, Parker versus uh, Portis game. I just don't want to mess with that. Uh, you can. And one of them's certainly going to get there in theory. Saturday should be fine, but there are better plays, better higher, better lower. So it's a pass. You said you're passing on watching it as well. What about the Jazz? Uh, Rubio not playing that many minutes. It's going back from injury. Uh, Rudy Gobert should absolutely annihilate, you know, Bobby Portis and Jeff Green and Thomas Bryant. Uh, there are some other good centers out there that are really strong plays. And, again, this is where, you know, chop lineup construction is huge. Like, I love Gobert. I imagine you like Gobert too, but Drummond seems like he's too cheap. Uh, there's a lot of other places to go as far as centers. Uh, what do you have for Rudy G and the rest of the Jazz? Yeah, Gobert would be, uh, you know, the guy most likely roster from Utah in this game. But with that being said, it's probably not a high probability that he ends up on any of my rosters anyway tonight just because of – what you said is there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of good centers out there, you know, especially those sites where you're limited in centers. Now, in fantasy draft, you can load up on Gobert and, you know, Drummond. Well, not this game. Uh, their slate starts yeah, a half right. hour afterwards. Right. We, got, we don't even get in that. In theory, out. but, yeah, you're making the right point. Whew. So uh, then we'll, we'll – these two games are strictly FanDuel, DraftKings on FanDuel. I don't see how you play Gobert. He's a good price, but, you know, you get other guys who are, who are just – I think Drummond is, you know, I'm not going to give him as my guy because I give it too much, but man, he's lock city for me as far as yeah, with no Blake in there. And we'll talk about him next, but uh, yeah, Gobert just kind of gets left by the wayside. And I guess on uh, DraftKings, you can play two true centers, only two. So that would be a decision you have to make. And I think he's fine. I think he probably skirts around 50 points tonight, to be honest, but I don't know if that's even good enough on this slate. Anybody else on Utah? Like, there, there's again, there's plays there, but they're all sort of secondary plays for me. I'm not. I'm probably not going to get Mitchell. Is he a fine play? Sure, but I just. Oh, what happened, Chopper? What happened? All right, I got yeah. We got it, D. We got the air horn going. That's my version of the air horn. Yeah. Let me pull up uh, the injury report for you, Dean. I just got an injury notification. Injury notification. Justice. Did you get it from the Roto Grinders app? Oh, Justice Winslow is out. Rodney Magruder is out. Otto Porter is out. Oh, all the three. Wow. Interesting. Wayne Wade is probable, but Magruder, Winslow out for Miami, and Porter is out for Chicago tonight. That happened quick, and we got some more value tonight, Dean. We didn't really need it, and now you now it's just a free for all. Now it's just a now it's just a free for all, Dean. We'll talk about that Chicago Phoenix one because both teams want to lose. Uh, Phoenix has like 17, you know, like Phoenix is, you know, they're not playing Oubre. They're not playing Holmes. They're not playing Tyler Johnson. And Chicago's like, we'll see that. And we'll raise you Porter's out. Uh, and if you watch that last game that Phoenix played against New Orleans, that was, um, <laughs> I mean, Phoenix probably the suits were not happy with winning that game against the Orleans where they were like down three with eight seconds to go. The team at the ball, but uh, the old Chris Weber deal, the, the, you know, Washington called timeout. No, what Washington, 
who are they playing against? New Orleans. They, they called timeout. It was a disaster. Uh, nonetheless, neither team in theory, I don't think, wants to win that game. We'll talk about that soon enough. Uh, let's jump back. And of course, with uh, Winslow being out, uh, I didn't want that to happen because now I got to, I'm still up. Well, we'll talk about it as far as Miami. Uh, Chop, you got anything else as far as Utah, Washington? You want to pivot over to Detroit and Cleveland? Yeah, we better move on, dude. I see in the chat, uh, D-Train's copying and pasting some questions from over there at YouTube. If you guys are watching us on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. We much appreciate that. And we're going to do our best to kind of, you know, as we go along, we'll knock out some questions there. And we don't want to deprive the, uh, the you know, the, the Roadrunners chat as well, too, because uh, if you see some questions there that are pertinent to the conversation, we will for sure uh, or do our best to answer those questions as we go along, too. Of course, if you guys uh, are watching us on YouTube, you can jump over here to RG and uh, get yourself a seven-day free trial. Have at it. Detroit, Cleveland, 210.5 is a total, not a particularly appealing high number. Detroit is a five-point favorite, but, of course, no Blake Griffin tonight, Chopper, means uh, Drummond is just going to destroy out here, right? Just, there's no Kevin Love, so we're talking about Ante Zizic, uh, you know, Marquise Chris. They might dust off Channing Fry for a few minutes. Uh, Drummond, just he just he smashes, right? 20-20. It's going down tonight, Hugh Downs. Yeah, man. The only thing that could hold him back is, uh, of course, the stuff that we have no control over, uh, foul trouble, getting kicked out, or or just flat-out Detroit deciding they don't want to win this game and maybe they limit his minutes for some reason, which hasn't been the case anyway. Otherwise, yeah, this is just a, a premier spot for this guy, man. He's uh, – no, no play Griffin means, you know, a little bit more usage. I don't know how much, but a little bit more – maybe even a couple extra oh, minutes. more, yeah. And it's and it's going and of the like the cherry on the little Sunday here is the fact that it's against Cleveland, who's just yeah. like you said, just just a premium. Like if this was against a tougher, if this was against Gobert, I may even have to like think about it for a minute. But against Cleveland, whew, this is going to be rough. This is going to be rough for these boys in Cleveland because uh, I think Big T's alluded to it before. Zizic is undersized and not that good defensively, and the other guys you mentioned are pretty poor defensively. So. He should have a field day. Yeah. Um, secondary plays you can consider, but I'm probably not going to get there. Again, just because the slate is so good. And you, your lineup should basically be like all premium plays. But uh, could a guy like Luke Kennard get hot? I suppose. Uh, Fawn McCurr might play 20-ish minutes or so against Cleveland. I suppose he can get there at minimum price. Who? I just don't. Fawn McCurr. Who? Fawn Maker. I've heard, they got, there's a guy on their team I've heard. Of. His name is Thon Maker. <laughs> I've never heard of this McCurr. <laughs> well, it's it is the same guy. Uh, do you have anybody else in Detroit that's worth considering? You know, uh, before this uh, show here, when I was trying to figure out, you know, who can we play and, and with Blake out, is there anybody that might step up and outside of Drummond, and maybe there's a little bit more for Reggie Jackson there. And then uh, they started getting into the Canard. Then I thought, okay, well they're going to start a, another guy at power forward. Maybe it's Don Maker. Maybe it's John Lauer. I don't know. You know. Lure. But now, now with with everything that's opened up, there's just I don't see any reason to take a chance on anybody outside of Drummond in this game. I mean, Reggie Jackson could put up a big game, but I don't think I have to take a chance on any of these guys now outside of Drummond. Just, there's just too much out there and too much, too many easy plays out there now. They say minutes equal money, and we know I think it's just not very good, but he's a decent fantasy point minute guy. Uh, there is a big opportunity cost, of course, to that center position. Uh, he's probably going to play close to 30 minutes. I, I just I just think there's better value plays in other spots. I'm probably not going to get there. I guess I understand why you'd play him because, like, who else is going to play for Cleveland? He's probably going to play 30 or so. Uh, 
you know, a guy like uh, Osman, he might play 30 minutes or so, be perfectly fine. They're going to score 102 points in theory. So, um, you know, there should be some guys here in Cleveland that are worth a look. But, again, oh, for me, yeah. it's, a, it's a pile of secondary plays. Correct, Dean. Correct. Chat's killing me, Dean. Chat's on it today. Thon are they making fun of your pronunciation? I think they're making fun of McCourt. Yeah. Well, no, no. That's the, that is the correct way to say it. <laughs> YouTube question, Dean. No Ish Smith question mark. I mean, what he's going to play twenty five minutes or so against Cleveland. Ah, yeah, I don't want that. Man, these these marginal guys who would have been you know on your radar if it was a normal slate. I think you scratch them off. A guys like Ish Smith, don't even worry about those mid range like weird guys that may get lucky and get you thirty. You don't need it tonight. Just you know, stick with yeah, what it, it might happen. And this guy might point to the scoreboard and said, "I told you, <laughs> Smith." But it's the scenic route. It's not a direct route. It's not something I need. I need. No, not, not with all this news that's going down. You don't need it. The chat's in midseason baseball form. They're, they're talking about the, the, the first baseman for the Reds. What's his name there, Chopper? Bato. That's my boy right there. I love to draw them walks in baseball. Yeah, that's guaranteed <laughs> points right there. Just a walk. walk. That, that on-base percentage life. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's move on to the, the main slate here in fantasy draft. Uh, New York, Toronto, 214 is the total. Toronto's a 12-point favorite here against the Knicks, who are uh, playing – on a uh, nope, they're playing on a on a back to back here, and but well, don't look now. But New York played a really really tight rotation yesterday. Now I can't guarantee that's going to happen once again. But uh, we saw Dots Dotson played every minute in the first half, with the exception of like a minute and a half or so. He played like what forty minutes or so. Uh, Zonia did not play for a month. They dusted him off. He swatted LeBron to win the game, and you know it was bad news for the suits as far as New York and their playoff positioning. Uh, but if Azonia plays 35 minutes once again, it's not this great matchup necessarily, but he's certainly interesting at basically still a bit of a price. DeAndre Jordan's been insisting like crazy. He's been getting, you know, a ton of minutes too. Like, I don't know what – there's no reason to play Jordan. He's not going to be on the team next year. Azonia's a free agent as well too. Uh, look, I'm just saying it's interesting, and who's to say they're going to duplicate the minutes tonight? But they played a really tight rotation. They might also get blown out against Toronto. And I don't know how necessary these Toronto guys, uh, these New York guys are. Uh, what's your take as far as the Knicks? Yo, here's what I'd be afraid of if I was trying to predict this game for the Knicks, that it's still a tight rotation tonight, but it's different guys who are in that rotation. Like, for some reason, you know, we didn't see much of Mitchell Robinson yesterday. Kadeem Allen, who was on fire, never never got a real chance yesterday. So I'd be a little bit leery that, yeah, it's a tight little eight- or nine-man rotation, but with different faces in there tonight. And then, and then you take a big goose egg on, on a Hazonia – or one of these other guys. Uh, so, yeah, with everything that we've said so far and all the value out there, I have no real interest in trying to predict a good Moutier game here. So I'm going to pass on the Knicks side. It seems a little bit, uh, you know, like lazy on my part, but I don't, I don't, need, I don't need to mess with a team like the Knicks. Not tonight. Yeah, I get, I get it, and I get the apprehension. 36 minutes for Ozonia, Knox 37, Jordan 33, Moutier 33. Dotson 41. They only played four guys off the bench. No one played more than 17 minutes. But could that completely change tonight? Sure. <laughs> uh, what about Toronto? Uh, Lowry is a guy that, like, we all thought he, was, he wasn't going to play today in the front end uh, of a back-to-back, and, you know, with Kawhi also being out too. Uh, but Lowry's going to play. In theory, you're supposed to play Lowry when Kawhi is out. But I don't think Lowry's going to be terribly popular tonight. Is that is – that, I mean, where, where are you at as far as Kyle? Yeah, when he got ruled in, you had to put him high on the list now because he does benefit the most with with uh, Leonard out. So he, he's up there now. Uh, 
I like them quite a bit. This this team is has several plays on it that I think we can turn to tonight. This is a team I will be targeting. Lowry's fine. I mean, my favorite play on the team is going to be Siakam. Yeah. Especially on a site where – so we don't have to worry too much about position eligibility on fantasy draft. But on sites where you, you have to list – where you have to play a certain number of power forwards, it's a pretty weak position. So Siakam is a guy for me that, that gets uh, moved up. With, what about Gasol? You like them both? And Gasol is also – He's on the radar for sure, but we've already talked about centers, man. You know, like how many centers? And they bumped the price tag on him up a little bit to where he's not super cheap anymore. Do like Gasol. I do think there's a 40-point game in his arsenal tonight. Just don't know if with uh, only a limited number of uh, positions on some sites, I won't go there. But on fantasy draft, absolutely one of my five centers you can play. Gasol would be on the radar, sure. Uh, anything else here that's worth talking about? I mean, obviously, you know, FEV, Freddie Van Vliet was a guy that, like, a lot of people are going to play earlier today with the, the assumption that Lowry's out. He's still, like, kind of, sort of, somewhat interesting. If he gets, like, 24 minutes in a backup, maybe, maybe plays 27 in a blowout, potentially. Um, again, I don't know how much you need it, and now he's pushed back certainly to secondary play for me. Uh, anybody else in Toronto that's worth consideration for you? Just, uh, I think we hit on the big guys. I don't, I don't think there's any more necessity to worry about the, uh, the trickle down effect from Leonard, which would have been a guy like Danny Green or, uh, you know, Norman Powell. I don't, you know, guys were on the radar for, for cheap plays earlier are not there anymore. So no, it's just the main guys in that. Those three main guys we talked about. No OG Ananobi for you? No, don't need it anymore. Denver, Boston, 221 is the total. Boston's a four-point favorite here. Uh, Gordon Hayward is out for what it's worth. This is a rematch of an earlier – I mean, it's a – you remember Kyrie Irving got pissed last game when uh, Jamal Murray put up those 48 points and he was he was shooting for 50 in a game that was already over with like five seconds to go. Uh, and Irving got pissed, and you heard him in the post-game uh, interview, and uh, he threw the ball into the stands. He was very upset. And, look, I don't love this matchup per se. And uh, on paper, you know, the math, uh, the, you know – the math tells me that Irving's not like the optimal play, but I will have at least one share. I think I feel like he's going to try to get a little revenge uh, on Murray and put up like forty real life points in the bucket. Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, what, are, what are you doing here as far as the Boston side? Are you buying into like the he wants to drop forty on Murray or forty eight or fifty? Yep, buying into it. Boston at home. You know the good thing about the slate now is we can spend up in in certain spots and not have to worry about it. We got plenty of value, and I think Kyrie Irving makes for a great play. They're still. You know, they want to win the game. Both teams want to win the game. It'll be one of the few, like, competitive games where they both teams want to win and they're not just tanking away. So I think it's competitive. I think it stays close. I think Kyrie gets up for these bigger games like this. Everything you mentioned is on there. And just generally speaking, the guy's been crushing it lately when he's been healthy, and he seems healthy right now. So I absolutely think Kyrie is a great way to spend up tonight. Yeah, with Hayward being out, like it's 25 minutes or so, whatever it is, kind of gets delegated to multiple players. There's not one guy that gets this big bump. It's just a bunch of little bumps. Uh, don't mind Morris. I think he's okay. Uh, kind of probably a lineup filler. Sort of the same idea with Brown, like lineup filler, perfectly fine. Nobody else I feel like I need on Boston. Is that kind of where you're at as well? Yeah, after Kyrie, it, 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 yeah, most of these guys, I'm, I mean, Marcus Morris has had a couple of nice games in a row, and I – I suspect he's getting a nice little boost with Hayward out, but uh, not right now. Not, you know, like I said, man, it all kind of changed a little while ago. 
this whole slate, and you don't really have to take a chance on Morris. But I mean, if I'm building my roster and he's one, and one of the last spots I have is this much salary, and I don't mind playing him, but I'm certainly not going out of my way to target him. There's Early. multiple people in chat talking about Moreland. Like, who's playing Moreland tonight? That's a terrible idea. Is that they're not for real? Are they? Is there a running joke I'm missing? Are they talking about Mitch Moreland? Uh, well, no. Even even Mitch Moreland's a bad idea, especially if he's facing a lefty. But I think you're talking about Eric Borland, the, the dude on Toronto that's going to play probably like 14 minutes. I mean, I guess maybe they're thinking blowout and all that, but uh, I'm not so I'm not so sure I want to go that route now. What about uh, what about Denver? Uh, you know, Nikola Jokic. It's been a while since you've seen a ceiling game from him. He's been dealing with uh, there's some blowouts, uh, some time where he just got kind of got pulled off the court. It just wasn't working for him in the fourth quarter. Like he wasn't closing. He got ejected last game. Uh, with like three or four minutes to go. Tony Brothers is the worst, by the way. He's the new Joey Crawford. Remember Joey Crawford? Uh, just even thought like people showing up for that dude. Uh, brothers, get rid of the, get rid of these old school. Whatever. And I, I'll get off my soapbox. It's, it's a seven game slate, nine game slate, depending on where you're shopping. Uh, what do you have for me as far as Denver? I feel like Jokic is going to get no uh, ownership for what it's worth. Is that uh, a worthy GP dart for you? Anybody else as far as the Nugs? Yeah, Jokic is. Uh, you know, you could take a shot on him. He's one of the better centers out there. If you especially on fantasy draft where you can drop five centers in there. I don't mind that. You know, the, at first glance with the salaries and everything, I thought Jamal Murray was a fine play, but uh, I don't know if I have to go that route anymore with these roster builds. You know, when Kyle Lowry got ruled in, I moved Kyle Lowry up my list quite a bit. So uh, Jamal Murray is a guy I thought could have a decent game. I'd be more inclined to play him tonight if this game were in Denver, but in Boston, I'll probably not play him. And then there's a, you know, you take a stab at a guy like Will Barton, but I'm not super stoked about Barton or Millsap anymore. Yeah, that's kind of sort of where I'm at too. And like Monte Morris is still in theory, like could get there if he plays his 27 minutes. We know Isaiah Thomas, they kicked him out of the rotation, took him long enough. Um, In theory, he can get there, I suppose, uh, playing a fair bit of point as well. But again, this slate is just too good. It's too thin for me. So it's probably a pass. Shall we move on, Chopper? They, before we do, this is a great game in general. I think it's one of the few on the night where both teams are looking to actively win this game and it, it'll be competitive. So I think it makes for a great game stack around some of the other value plays. But yeah, we can move on now. Yeah, I agree. It should be a fun basketball game to watch if you like watching basketball. But if you want to play DFS, it's like, you know, whatever. There, there, there's some options there. They're basically all secondary. Uh, let's move on to Miami and OKC. Not the most appealing game in theory as far as a 2 and a half total, but sometimes totals can lie. And with no Westbrook outs, uh, you know, the matchup's not particularly good here against Miami. Big downgrade as far as the pace. But we know how uh, the usage bumps, like that shooter's going to get. Uh, Demo Shemando seems way too cheap. Paul George, uh, you know, he's 9.7K on DK. And the nice price on fantasy draft as well, too. Uh, there's only so many big spends you can get into your lineup. And it might depend where you're shopping because I think, uh, you know, Paul George on Fanduel probably makes a ton of sense when they force you. Uh, in the small forwards, especially with Ubre being scratched, uh, the position becomes even, even a little bit more thin. Uh, what are we doing here as far as Paul George? Are we, are we prioritizing uh, the usage bump, or are we scared of, like, the bad matchup against Miami? I think it's the former, correct? Whew. So, I mean, this is a tough one right here. I guess, uh, you know, with all the value, it would behoove you to probably play Paul George because he doesn't lose anything for sure with Westbrook out, but – and looking at some of the numbers, he doesn't gain a lot either. So I think it's pretty neutral matchup uh, move for him with uh, Westbrook being out. And Miami's not the greatest of matchups. You'd rather have a little bit more tempo or something like that in there. But uh, 
yeah, you can't go wrong with Paul George. So he's always a threat. He's definitely tonight with the lack of other superstars at this position. It's definitely a threat to be probably going to be the highest scoring small forward. So, yeah, you play Paul George, but the actual like biggest bump that anybody gets maybe on the whole night is Dennis and Dean. I don't want to correct your pronunciation. It's Dennis Schroday. He likes to be called Schroday. I don't think he does. I think you're just making that up. I think it's it's like a French and it's Schroday. So Dennis Schroday, that's He's my German. guy. He's actually German. But the pronunciation is is a French origin, Dean. <laughs> yeah, uh, to speak to that, uh, as you were talking, as you were giving your, your history lesson and your English lesson, uh, I, I fired up the uh, the old court IQ here at rotogriders.com, pumped in a OKC, kicked Westbrook off the court. Uh, usage bump for Dennis Schroeder, 7.3%. That is massive. Not just that, but he's going to play more minutes too as well, obviously. Uh, per 36 minutes, he gains 6.88 fantasy points. Uh, Paul George, just a point, uh, 2.71. Oh, timeout. What do you have? I could, just, I could just narrow all those big numbers down for you, Dean. Paul George, when Westbrook was out those first, those eight games earlier this year, at different points this year, Paul George was about neutral. He lost a, a couple points a game, but not much. Schroeder was the biggest winner. He gains like 12 points a game in those eight games, going up from like 20, 23 or 24 points a game all the way up to like 37. So he's definitely, he's definitely the big winner. Here. These are chop facts or these are real facts? These are real numbers. He, Westbrook's missed eight games this year where Paul George and Schroeder's play, Schroeder has played in. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and he gets a, a bump as far as usage four percent as well. Steven Adams, another guy, uh, he gets a bump as far as his fantasy points per minute for, over four, uh, four points for 36. I believe he gets a rebounding bump. Yep, slight rebounding bump there for Adams, which, make, which makes some sense. Um, yeah, so what are we doing here? How, how much I, I think Schroeder is the first guy from OKC you put in, right? When you consider the price, all, like, all that kind of good stuff. All this late news has not moved me off of that particular guy being the number one guy sticking my lineups right now. You know, it also probably helps that when I build my lineups, I usually start at point guard anyway. So I look for that value. And uh, that's the guy. That's the guy right now that I, I'll first guy that will be in my lineups, yes. Wade is probable. Winslow is out. Magruder is out for what it's worth. Um, you know, Miami still has plenty of bodies, obviously. Uh, I, I don't love anything here on the Miami side. Of course, it's an up-based game. Uh, you know, if you want to punt, uh, I guess like a FanDuel punt, Derek Jones Jr. is probably going to play 25 minutes or so. Uh, the Dragon, Goran Dragic probably plays 25 to 30 minutes. He's still pretty cheap. Uh, Richardson, in theory, is going to play at least 35 minutes or so. Um, you know, uh, it's, it's a whole other conversation of Miami wants to win this game because they're battling out for the eighth spot there in the East. Um, I, I, I still am not enthused as far as the Miami side, despite the fact, you know, in theory, some value has opened up. There's just too many other good spots for me outside of maybe like a punt or so on Fandle. What do you have for me as far as Miami? Yeah, it was a total it was a it was a total fade for me before the Winslow news. Maybe I'll go back and look at it when we get off air and maybe you could turn to a Josh Rich, maybe Deion Waiters. Maybe Deion Waiters is a little bit of a better play now. But and generally speaking, uh I couldn't pull the trigger before and I probably won't be able to pull the trigger even after the uh, Winslow news. But, I mean, if I'm going to give anybody a big bump, I guess it's going to be Josh Richardson. They're both wing players, and so maybe Richardson gets a slight bump. But, man, it's tough, man. They'll probably be tasked with guarding, uh, you know, PG-13, which has, like, the you know, the positives and the negatives. 
probably a, you know, a, a slight bump in the, you know, expected stocks, but also a slight bump in expected potential foul trouble. Uh, as far as the center rotation, it's still a mess with Bam out of bio, probably, you know, presumably draw the start and most likely playing the 28 minutes or so or something like that. And Whiteside's been good as far as fancy points per minute, especially of late. But if he's only going to play 20, uh, he's got to be cheaper for me to consider rostering him. I got nothing else as far as this game. Uh, Dragic, I don't hate, you know, again, even if he plays 25, 30 minutes or so. But otherwise, uh, you know, I, I'm not enthused as far as the Miami side. OKC, okay, I think it's pretty straightforward. Schroeder, uh, George, I don't hate Grant as a lineup pillar if you need it. Uh, Steven Adams, it's a big opportunity cost, but the price is really fair on both DK and fantasy draft. Anything else that's worth saying or shall we move on? I think we can move on, Dean. The Warriors, the Warriors are going to come out and play and play in San Antonio tonight. 226 and a half is a total Golden State. It's a two-point favorite, so it's fairly high. It's definitely tight. No boogeyman. Uh, Bogut expected the – well, he's at least a, he's available, so they have they have plenty of bodies still. Like, they have Looney. They have Bogut. They have uh, Bell. Of course, they have Green. I mean, if I were to guess as far as Bogut, I'd guess he plays like 10 minutes or so. Uh, you know, Bell might play 17, 18 minutes, and Looney might play 20 minutes or so. Uh, point I'm getting at is that I don't think any of these guys are, you know, going to kind of jump off the page. It's like, well, Cousins is out. Uh, if anything, it's just, you know, the other the stars, their usage uh, gets bumped up a bit with with uh, Cousins off the court. Uh, what are you doing here as far as the Warriors uh, against the Spurs? I got the answer for you here, Dean. You absolutely should not be worried about Looney or Bogut or any of these guys. You absolutely should not worry about that value. The guy you need to look at as being big, getting the biggest jump here with Cousins out is Kevin Durant. And, and you know, I think that there's a strat- strategic standpoint. Durant and Paul George taking up your small forward spots on FanDuel is a pretty nice little play right there. I think uh, especially, I mean, there's a lot of things working for Durant. I, he, he's the bigger bump of anybody when, before Cousins got in this line. He, he took the biggest bump when Cousins finally came back playing. So I like Durant. He also is the one who typically tortures the Spurs. Like just the, the matchup is better for him than it is for Curry. So uh, Durant Durant would be a, an exceptional play for me tonight with Cousins out. I like Durant quite a bit. It's in San Antonio. Should keep this thing more competitive. It was in Golden State. I'd, I'd fear of a blowout, sure. But in San Antonio, maybe just competitive enough to keep him full allotment of minutes. I like Kevin Durant a lot. The Spurs do anything for you? DeRozan is the most intriguing piece to that puzzle, uh, and he's priced appropriately, so it becomes a you know just a lineup building thing. Is that where you want to spend your money? Is that that shooting guard spot, or do you want to you know go to the center spot or or somewhere else like that, or, or Siakam at power forward? So I think I think DeRozan definitely makes for an intriguing play as far as raw points. Just lineup build. I don't know if I can get there at the shooting guard position. Here's my issue with DeRozan. I'm pretty sure I'd rather play Beal, Curry, Lillard, Doncic, Booker, Levine. I can't play them all. I can't play them. Oh, well, that's, that's exactly what I'm – that was my point. Shooting guard is not the place I probably want to spend up for DeRozan. So, uh, but, I mean, just from a raw points perspective, there's only about two of those guys you named that I think actually are going to outscore him tonight in a vacuum. So, I don't really? you know. Really? I think the overrun, too. I think, uh, you know, Beal is obviously priced like he should outscore DeRozan by a lot. And after that, I think DeRozan, when we look at his recent numbers, his history against Golden State here this year, it's not a bad matchup. And he likes he likes to match up more than LaMarcus Aldridge does. So 
I, I think he's competitive with Booker. Or well, Booker, you know, going to get an extra run. Booker's the one guy that scares me. But those other guys outside of Bill and Booker, I think he can hang with all those guys. Question here in the chat, uh, Devin working double duty, hardest working producer in the business. Uh, he's pulling some questions over there at YouTube. Again, if you guys are watching us YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. Jump on over here to rotogrinders.com. Get yourself a seven-day free trial. Uh, Chuck, KD or PG? PG-13. Oh, man, dude, I just think that you can play them both if you can. But uh, if you have to – if you're not worried about the salary, Paul George is always going to be a slightly better play than Durant. But I think Durant Ugh. drops a big game, a 55-pointer tonight too, though. We live in the world of a salary cap, Chop. I don't know if we can play them. Well, both. that's why I said if you're not worried about the salary so much. Well, the Paul sites George, are worried about it. They won't accept your lineup if it's too – you know – if you're building a lineup and you got a, you got that position left and you're like, oh, well, and, you know, I, I think Paul George outscores him by eight points tonight. So do that, do with that what you will in your lineup is I think it's about an eight point margin, you know, in general. Another question from YouTube. Uh, I don't really get this question. It says Drummond and Gobert stack. Well, I guess it means just like playing both. Well, you won't be playing them both on fantasy draft. No. Uh, if that's if you want to spend up on two centers on DraftKings and lock those two guys in, I don't mind it. If you want to do a double center stack for your, all your dollars, yeah, that's listen. Like, like it could be the Drummond and Gobert double center stack that wins all the money. It could be the double shooting. It could be DeRozan and Beal tonight that win all the money. I don't, you know, that's all. But Drummond and Gobert is perfectly fine. Absolutely. I should be clear, but I don't hate DeRozan. I just think I like other players more. I don't just if you want to play him by all means. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not on record hating the DeRozan play. I just like other players more. That's just kind of where I'm at on that. Uh, Freddie Van Vliet's draw the start, probably for what it's worth. Lowry, FEV, Green, Siakam, and Gasol against New York. Uh, anything else that's worth a note? By the way, uh, Felton. So I saw somebody in the chat talking about Felton. Like he's probably going to eke his way to like 20 or so fantasy points at minimum price. And you know how me and Tony always have this conversation, like what 20 is not good. It depends on the slate. And for me, like I need more. I think I need more than 20. Uh, what, what, would you take 20 from Felton tonight or there's too much value to that the actual roster spot? Ah, oh, that's a tough one. Uh, I think on, I think on FanDuel, I might, I might take that because that would be my punt and that'd be a pretty good little like, uh, you know, layaway plan, I guess, you know, insurance policy, just in case one of my guys got scratched or something. And then at least, you know, you got a 20 in there, but on other sites like DraftKings and Fantasy Draft where you don't get to drop a low score, I probably don't want a guy with a 20 spot tonight. I just, you know, you spend about a, a thousand or two extra, you get a lot more upside in your lineups tonight. Yeah, that that's kind of sort of where I'm at too. Like if, if you have the perfect lineup in 3K left, I suppose, and, you know, in theory, Felton could get like the 25 or so, but uh, it's the, the floor is not particularly filling either. New Orleans, Dallas, 232 and a half is the total. New Orleans is a four-point dog here. So it is high. It is tight. Uh, Julius Randle going home. He's a you know, hometown narrative. If you want to play that, uh, and he's from the Dallas area. Elf Payton is just messing around the triple double every single night. Uh, I don't think the, some sites have adjusted to him. He's like nine K on Vandal. Uh, on fantasy draft, he's 13, four on DK. He's like six and change. Um, yeah. And Davis, I presume is going to play his 21, 22 minutes. And we have this conversation all the time. Like can he average, over two fantasy points a minute in a single game. Of course he can. And he's been great of late for a minute. But, uh, you know, that's not what his average suggests on the season. I'm probably not going to get to Davis. Uh, what are we doing as far as New Orleans? 
Oh, I think that Alfred Payton on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft is okay. I won't be going there tonight. I, I mean, he's getting there on the triple doubles, and that's fine. But I don't know. Does, does, Dean, does this discredit Russell Westbrook's MVP? If, if Elf Payton can drop just triple doubles, just right and left, and it's so easy, does this like take away from the whole triple well, double? Westbrook's good about winning, to be fair. Like, I think Elf is, uh, I don't think, is New Orleans winning games? I know they're, they've been competitive for what it's worth. And they had an epic fail last game, which was amazing. Uh, which in hindsight, they're probably going to thoroughly enjoy and laugh at. But um, I, yeah, I wouldn't, I mean, the, the triple doubles are still pretty impressive, right? It's more impressive than the cycle. I'll tell you that. Oh, I don't know about that one. The cycle's tough. The cycle's yeah. the dumbest thing First, to celebrate. Whew, man, I don't know. That's pretty, that's pretty interesting one. But uh, <laughs> it's, he's priced up a little bit too high on most of the sites to where I don't think I want to play Alfred Payton tonight, but. There's no harm in it. He's, you know, I think he stuffs some more stats in there. I just don't think he quite gets to the triple-double. And the points, you know, unless Anthony Davis and or Julius Randle sat out, the points aren't going to be, like, off the charts. And he's not going to creep up around 20 points tonight. So I'm okay with uh, fading Alfred Payton if you want to. Yeah, and also, like, the rim protection at Dallas is not particularly good, you know, and, and Elf's not this great shooter. So I think he's still a perfectly fine play. And I don't know if the price – obviously the price has been fully adjusted to what he's been doing lately. I just don't know if you can assume a triple-double, but I think he has another good game. Uh, what about the Dallas side? Got to love Luka, right? Yeah, if he plays and, you know, he sounds like he is, I think he's uh, makes for a very, very solid play. Uh, I'm, I'm also – I mean, I'm a little bit leery. There's another team that really – doesn't have anything to play for. I'm a little worried about his minutes taking a, a slight hit, but you know, I don't know if he plays. I guess you know you put him way up on the list at shooting guard. He's he's fine. You think he might be a late scratch potentially? Well, he was uh, last game, right? Well, I mean, they announced it though. I think well, fairly well. In well, he's been he's been on the he's been on the verge of not playing for a few games in a row, and then he did get the late scratch or the the midday scratch last time out. So. I mean, no, I think he probably plays, but how much do they really run him out there right now is the, is my bigger question, even if he does play. How much do they really run him out there? You need you want your full minutes out of this guy. The price tag's not cheap. He's 8.9K on DraftKings. That's a pretty substantial salary. They have been doing half measures, though. If they play, if they play Luka, Luka plays 30-ish minutes, like 33, 34, 35. Yeah, but now we're coming off of, a, you know, maybe a little nick up of an injury. You just don't know. I mean, like I'll put it like this has more upside than DeRozan, but DeRozan, I think, just going to be locked into for sure minutes and, you know, for sure points here tonight against the Warriors. I would probably rather play DeRozan. I would rather play Luka. Second-best matchup in all of basketball for scoring wings there against the Warriors. Got to love the pace, obviously. Uh, What about – is there still meat in the boat as far as the bigs? Uh, You know, on the Dallas side – Dwight Powell, uh, Cleaver off the bench has been pretty solid. Uh, you know, Brunson's been out of his mind, though. The Brunson burner's been fired up. Uh, of course, his price got elevated as well, too. What about the rest of the maps for you? You know, for me, it's probably a pass on those guys. I, you know, I, I played them all when uh, the other day when Luca was out, but I think Luca coming back takes enough away from them that I don't think I want to – I don't have any desire to really play these guys. I mean – Brunson's been playing well, but he's also got a big price bump now. This isn't the cheap guy anymore. And Dwight Powell had a good game, but before that, he struggled. He's been struggling a little bit the last couple of games, so 
I don't think I have to go there. And that price is very appropriate too. So I don't, I don't think I need to go there. And then I know you're not going to talk, try to talk me in a Hardaway junior. No, I played him when Luca was a late scratch. He was a late scratch like five minutes before, like slate locked uh, last yeah. time. And I scrambled to get some THJ in there. And he was not, he, he had a good he first half, but good first half, but then he just settled into his regular typical 28 point fantasy outing. And that's just not what we need tonight. Uh, what else is worth talking about this game, if anything, for you? I mean, I think we covered Elf and all those guys fairly well. I would say I do think there's a little bit a little bit of meat left on the, the Anthony Davis bone, like you said. I, I think he can still drop his 40-point game for a, a fair salary. So Anthony Davis is a guy I'm not scratching off my list. All right, now this is the game only DFS players can love, right? Chicago, Phoenix, 227 is a total. Phoenix is a two-point favorite. Um, as far as the body parts, let me pull them up, make sure people know. Rashawn Holmes is definitely out. Uh, Kelly Oubre is out. Tyler Johnson is out. Otto Porter scratching the other side as well, too. So, you know, we have our value plays here. Uh, Josh Jackson's probably going to play 30 minutes or so, and he's not priced for a guy that's going to play 30 minutes here against Chicago. There's DeAnthony Melton. I don't know how necessary he is, but, like, if you're debating between, like, Melton and Felton, I think you go Melton. Uh, Mikael Bridges probably plays, like, 32, 33, 34 minutes or so. And, again, probably not priced there. And, obviously, some usage will shuffle his way, too, with Uber off the court. Uh, I mean, I don't know why I'm starting with the cheapies, but that's kind of sort of where I'm starting. Do you want to work on the cheapies? Do you want to talk about the, you know, the prize pieces, like the Devin Bookers of the world? You know, uh, I think Aiton's in play, too, again. It's all about the lineup build. Uh, what jumps out for you first in this game? Devin Booker, first and foremost. I'm going to – he'll be a, one of the priorities for me tonight is uh, Devin Booker. I think that he's going to – He's he's been playing better lately. They've been giving him a little bit more responsibility. I love the matchup. So, Devin Booker is definitely a guy I want to have on my teams tonight. Aiden is getting the biggest bump in projection from what he would have if uh, Rashawn Holmes and some of the other guys were still in the lineup. So I think Aiden's fine. You know, he's not super cheap or anything, but he's fine. I like Booker. Aiden is good. And Josh Jackson then would be my third guy for Phoenix that you can, uh, you can look at in this game. I think he gets a little bump. You know, people may, may play Dragon Bender. I'm not going to go that route. He's a pretty unspectacular guy. And he had a good game last game. Also, uh, Aiden got tossed there in the third quarter for – Back talking the referee, so take that into account. Bender probably wouldn't have seen a lot of uh, time there in the fourth quarter if not for that ejection. So I think it's Booker, I think it's Aiden, and then Josh Jackson for me on that side. And I don't know if – I mean, Matt Melton is definitely a guy you could play tonight for sure. Somebody in chat was saying there's not – I haven't given you any value plays even though I keep talking about it. I think Melton is one for almost minimum salary. Melton could be a, a really nice play tonight, so – that's one guy I'd be looking at. Yeah, like not certain he closes, which is kind of, you know, I want my guy to close, but he still probably plays 25 to 30 minutes or so, depending on if they play Crawford or not. Uh, Aiden, by the way, shout out to him. He got, he got ejected while sitting on the bench, which is always, that's a little trickier. So so good for him. And he was in foul trouble as well, too. So. <laughs> Dude, Dean, I had a very good lineup, and it had Aiden uh, on. And Aiden was doing okay. And uh, he got ejected in the third quarter, and I was like, well, did they just kick the coach out? And then I seen Aiden headed back to the locker room, and – I was like, oh, my God. This guy just torpedoed my good lineup, man. What's he doing? I was so I, frustrated. 
I was watching that game with no volume too, and like I, I had my captions on, and then the, the guy ruined it for me because I'm an old man. I'm, do, do you put captions on your TV? I, I do that. Well, certain for shows, like I, I don't know how to shuffle it on and off and stuff like that. But you know, you watch The Walking Dead, you're gonna miss a word here and there. So I want to make sure I, I don't, I don't miss anything. Is that just me? I mean, maybe not just you, but it's definitely not. I, the caption, I wish I could buy a TV that never didn't even have the option. I would never even want that option. And I get frustrated when somehow it pops up on there and I have to figure out the settings to get it off. I hate the caption option. Uh, the chat's asking, it's a pretty good question, uh, Melton versus Van Vliet. Um, I think they're yeah. both solid, man. I think they're both solid. I think if you want a safety guy, it's Van Vliet. But Melton's shown some upside this year. And this is a shorthanded team. I would think Melton for upside, but Van Vliet's very solid for cash games. All right, so no Porter. Uh, so is this the game that Markkinen probably breaks out of his funk and, and Levine? Uh, you know, you'd think in theory, and again, you question the incentive on both these teams, but if they're both playing their regular minutes, if Levine plays 35, Markkinen plays about 35 or so, a matchup against Phoenix, uh, assuming this game stays tight, which, you know, why wouldn't it? It's a two-point two spread. Uh, it makes for an interesting little mini stack. I, I just don't fully trust it like in cash games, maybe – I have to get over that hump, and Markkinen's just been in terrible form of late. But again, in theory, Markkinen and Levine are really, really good plays. Uh, what are you doing with these guys? You know, if if it wasn't for this uh, late scratch here, I would have zero interest in Markkinen. He is just yeah. not – he's just not adopted well to having an, a healthy Otto Porter, a healthy Zach Levine back in there. But this may be the, the jump start that gets him back, and you're getting a discount now. So this may be that jump start that gets him back in that 40 to 50 point range, which he was putting up for a while. So uh, Markin is now back on my radar. Zach, I think Zach Levine's a great play tonight. Clearly the alpha on offense in this lineup. So, uh, and even more so now with Porter out and it's a great matchup. So I like Zach Levine. He's another priority of mine, Zach Levine. Markin's on the radar now. And uh rest of these guys, I don't know, man. You know, this auto porter news came so late. It came to us during the show. We didn't get a chance to, like, run the numbers and see who may get the extra minutes for auto porter, which may be a, another way of finding uh, some good value. But it may end up being a guy like Wayne, Wayne Selden may end up being a solid play tonight for the for the money. I have to take a better look at the what they might do with this lineup with Porter out. This game can go smaller. Like, you know, they have guys like Harrison, TLC – uh Selden you mentioned that you know I don't think any of those guys like all of a sudden play 30 minutes it's sort of sort of where I'm at I think they all sort of play in the like you know low to mid 20s and for that reason and again they're all sort of like snow minimum but none of them are particularly great fantasy players either I, I don't envision having any of these guys in Chicago unless it's like maybe like a punt on Vandal or something like that or, you know I'll wait and if they tell me Wayne Selden gets the start and then then I'll I'll probably think his minutes are pretty solidified and I, I would tell you he's a decent he can be a decent shooter, so yeah. I'll see who's starting, and that guy may be higher up on my radar. If it's Selden or TLC, I'm not prioritizing them, but they're definitely on the radar for value plays. Not official, but the RG lineups page currently has TLC projected for whatever it's worth, um, but that's, to me, a coin toss. Uh, anything else that's worth talking about as far as this game, or shall we move on and talk about the hammer? That is, it's, it's kind of a chisel. Well, maybe. There's, there's probably a hammer play in this game, potentially. Indiana and Portland. I guess we better move on, Dean. By the way, Dean, I'm not going to give you the alert, but Hazonia is actually starting for the Knicks, so oh I, maybe yesterday wasn't a fluke. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't played basketball in over a month. Uh, like, he's practiced, I assume. But he, and he played, like, 35 minutes yesterday, and he played great. 
And he's always been a pretty decent fantasy uh, fantasy player. So, uh, yeah, he's going to be he's, – and he's like one of those value plays that in theory, you know, you, if you run the math, it's a good play. But it's also Hazonia. It's also the Knicks. It's against Toronto. There is some concern. But I probably will have some Mario Hazonia in my future. Uh, Indiana, Portland, 212. It's a total. Portland's a four-point dog. Of course, CJ McCollum being out uh, makes Lillard really interesting. And it's just kind of like, again, throw him in the bucket with all the other great uh, card plays. If you kick McCollum off, uh, off the court, you fire up the old runner runners court IQ chopper. Oh boy. Uh, and a usage uh, increase of 10.4% all the way up to 39.5%, which is huge. Uh, Nurkic 35.3% for what it's worth. Fantasy points per minute, 1.59. As far as fantasy draft DK points per minute, that is an increase of, of just short of 12 fantasy points per 36 minutes. He's probably going to play 36 minutes. The tricky part here, of course, is much like Paul George against Miami, this is a bad matchup, right? Bad pace against Indiana, bad matchup just in general. You fire up the uh, the old NBA defense versus archetype matchup tool here at RG Chop. It's the second worst matchup in all basketball for combo guards, but, you know, he's going to have all the usage in the world, and there's other options. I'm not lock-buttoning Lillard. Is that a weird take? Because I mean, well, it's not a weird take. I'm going to have some because you really should just in case because, and the math says it's a strong play outside of the matchup. Portland, what are you doing? Yeah, man, it's it's tough to get all these guys in your lineup, but uh, Lillard is definitely a guy I want to like. Uh, when we do the shows, Big T will tell you. Maybe it's Big T, maybe it's Total. I don't know, but they they'll tell you. You know, Lillard and McCollum just they don't seem to have good games the same night. They're the one usually takes away from the other. Well, now we get McCollum out, and uh, so we don't have to worry about it. Lillard's going to crush. He's absolutely going to crush. Problem is, he's priced like an elite player already. And it's not a great matchup. So he's not, at, you know, I prefer guys. I prefer guys from the other game, Levine and Booker in guard, in guard spots for me over Lillard because of the price tag. But with that being said, I think Lillard's absolutely going to crush tonight. And you could play him and, uh, and feel pretty safe about what he's going to get. And he has a touch of upside too. So he's fine. I'm, I'm more interested in this game. And Nurkic is good too. He's going to get a bump also. But he's playing a tough position for us to figure out how to get him in there. We've already mentioned a ton of centers. So I'm more interested, interested to see where – that's a ton of minutes out of the lineup now and a lot of shots. Lillard and Nurkic are going to get a lot of the shots, though. But who's going to get the minutes? So, you know, We're all I, a ton of role players. So that's, that's the problem. Is that yeah. A lot of guys that can sort of step in. I think it's, yeah. I think it's Hood is probably the first guy and maybe some Curry. I don't – I mean, Hood's the most appealing, though. Hood is uh, – Seems like the logical play, but then looking at it, you know, <clears throat> I don't think Evan Turner maybe – I don't know what Evan Turner's going to do, but he may be the most naturally suited guy to just step right on in and, and fill the starting spot for you, you know, in that position. Seth Curry too. Seth Curry plays a lot of the same positions as, uh, you know, uh, McCollum plays about 70% at shooting guard and the rest at small forward. Seth Curry is kind of like those same numbers. So maybe Seth Curry ends up playing a lot more minutes tonight. They're, like you said, there's a lot of guys, but if you can figure this one out, you, you could hit the jackpot. And I'm kind of leaning towards Rodney Hood myself because there's an offensive game there that other guys don't have. So I think maybe take some, some shots at Rodney Hood. Yeah, I think he's probably the only one I get to. Uh, we'll talk about the Pacers in a second. We're going to have a few minutes like, to knock out a couple questions. So put some questions in chat, of course, whatever questions we don't get to. Uh, they're going to answer, if you're a premium member, of course, on the next show, they're rolling out the old three-man booth. You got JSU, you got Means, you got Roth, uh, taking you guys all up the lock, uh, adjusting to any sort of things that kind of go goofy, any sort of uh, 
body parts that go the wrong way. They'll tell you how to adjust to that and answer as many questions as possible all the way up to lock on crunch time, which starts at the bottom of the hour, takes you up to lock time, a chop pacers. Um, yeah, they're playing basketball tonight. That's that's okay. They're going to be shooting balls and I got nothing for you. You want to play a Wesley Matthews revenge game or something, but it, no, it's, it's nothing. I got nothing for you. You know, you know, if you are looking for the best players in the game, you start off with Miles Turner, but I don't think I need to get there against in this matchup. So probably won't end up with Miles Turner. Then there's a Darren Collison, and Collison's actually kind of intriguing because he could put up some big I think he, two of his last three games with 40 plus fantasy points. So he's interesting in a matchup against Lillard, who's gonna be a lot more offensive minded and maybe slacking on defense. So Collison's interesting. And after that, it takes a real big drop-off, and I just can't play any of these wing guys for Indiana. They're usually not all that great anyway, and not in this matchup against Aminu and Parkless, so I probably don't need them. But Miles Turner, maybe. Collison, I'm more interested in, but not super not super liking that that side of it for sure. All right, pulling some questions from the Rotor Grinders chat, not from the YouTube chat, but if you guys are watching us on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe and jump on over here to Rotor Grinders. Uh, Jabari or Richardson, FanDuel, GBP? Uh, I'll take Richardson. Uh, minutes, especially if, you're, especially if you have Paul George and like Schroeder running back. Richardson is the safe, safer play for sure. Booker or Paul George and Cash? It's got to be Paul George. In Cash, yeah, you got to go Paul George, man. Just so safe, so safe there. Luca versus Booker uh, in Cash. Give me Booker. Yeah, I'll take Booker as well, too. I'm assuming, like, I don't know they're doing anything goofy just yet. Uh, can you handle a two-for-chopper? <laughs> I can get it, Dean. Bradley Beal and Dennis Schroeder now, Schroeder, or Schroeder. Levine Schroeder. and DeRozan. Oh, man. Yeah, oh. it's tough. Give me a – I got the first one. Yeah, give me the, the Schroeder combination. Uh, question from YouTube. No Rubio? I mean, we haven't seen his minutes increase since coming back from injury. He is priced out. Like, if he plays 28 to 30 minutes, I suppose he's interesting. But And the matchup is fine here against Washington. I just – I got to see it first. And it's to me, this isn't like a, a slate where you had to, like, take a chance to, like, hopefully we see it, hopefully we don't. It's too good. Um, that's, where, that's where I'm at on it. John? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, Dean. Yeah, I agree with you. Oh. I was gonna ask who's your guy, but question in chat. This is the last one. No, for no, you don't, no, 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 no. Who no, your no. top two? No, guys? no, no, no. I'm not giving two guys. No. Give me, give me one. I'll give you one guy, Dean. There's so many to choose from, Dean, and we've got about a minute left. Yeah. So many to choose from. I don't want to be Captain Obvious and say Schroeder, but that's really obvious and that's really great play. So I'll go with a guy who's not going to be owned, but maybe five percent in GPPs. I'm gonna go Zach Levine. Gonna. A drop a 50 burger tonight yeah i mean if you're playing tournaments you, you basically have to have like a levine uh you know booker at least one of those lineups and probably throw an eight in there too for fun and maybe uh, maybe some marketing i don't know uh he's chopper we got to get out of here i'm dean thanks for watching enjoy your basketball tonight we're out of here Holler!
The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.